Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. That over here I'm not so touchy about you. These, these, these little mats we lie in. These little systems we put in place. These little situations that we build around ourselves to cover for our incapacities. Never confronting what's wrong. We comfort what's wrong. Oh, I'm preaching better than you, amen. We, we don't confront what's wrong. We comfort what's wrong. We, we make a bed for it. We make a pilot for it. We make an excuse for it. We, we have a list of rules not to challenge our limitations. And, and so we, we are not growing. We are not growing because if there's nothing wrong with his head. There's something wrong with his body. His body is not responding to what the head is saying. And in order to survive, we make these systems to compensate for our weaknesses and our willfulness, and all of a sudden we find ourselves laying in a bed that we built to compensate for what doesn't work. We won't confront the issue in the house. We make a bed for it. How many beds have you made for the things you won't confront? For the way that you handle money. For where you could have been in your life and in your career. For the souls you should have won. For the people that should know Jesus in your life. But, but because they know your temper better than they know your Jesus, you still can come to church and get your shout in. You don't feel convicted because you made a bed for it. Anytime you make a bed for it, you get comfortable in your incapacities. And you never challenge yourself to be who you could be. You just make a bed for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How many people recognize you got some beds in your life? You make a bed for it. You, you could have been great. You would walk all day. You might as well sit down. You, you, you would be, let me, I'm going to be all over this place today. You, you would be so much further if you would grasp the God of the church you go to rather than the church of the God you worship. See, people do better about grasping church than they do grasping God. Because if you ever grasp the concept that you are not just coming to church, but you're worshiping a living Savior who is able to challenge every limitation in your life, there is no way you could hear this word and go back home and get in that same bed and still argue like you argue and fight like you fight and ride home and fuss and cuss and still be the same person that you used to be. Why are not you? Why are you not changing? You made a bed for it. How can you come to church and worship and raise your hand and have such a good time and then go home and be hellish and spiteful and evil and contrary and and the kids don't even know that mom and dad are a Christian? How can that be possible? How could you take communion and baptism and fall out in the aisle and be slain in the spirit and never be altered? Is because you. We are looking at a man who is tired of laying in the bed. 
He's just tired. He's just tired of not functioning. He's tired of going through the motions and not functioning. He's tired of not being plugged up in his life, in his house, with his wife. You know how you can show up and still not be grunt at all the appropriate places and say, yeah, I'm not. And not even be there. This guy is tired. And so I'm going to go into step three. He develops a relationship with his friends. And he says, get me to Jesus. I'm going to take a moment and talk about hooking up with people that are taking you somewhere. You know, he didn't hook up with people who sat by the bed. I see people today who hook up with people who comfort you in your crisis, but don't carry you to your deliverance. He didn't hook up with four paralyzed guys so he would fit in. Are you running with people who are as dysfunctional as you are? How can I ask you all? Are you running with people who are as dysfunctional as you are just so that you can make dysfunction look normal? Because if you surround yourself with people who can't walk, then walking, not walking, looks normal. And you may be comfortable, but you'll never have a miracle when you surround yourself with people who can't carry you beyond your present condition. I don't know about you, but I don't have time for it. If this ain't going nowhere, let's give it up. If we're not going to move, let's just walk away. I don't have time, maybe because I'm getting older, I don't have time to hang around with people who are just shooting the breeze, but they're not going anywhere. If I can't walk, I want to run around with people that can walk, because maybe walking is contagious. So, the man is teaching me to surround myself with people who can do what I cannot do, so I can go where I cannot go, so I can be what I cannot be. I must surround myself with people who are not limited in the same areas that I am limited. Look around your neck, you never have you got legs? Yeah, have you got legs? <laughs> Because this is not my year to run around with people who are mobilized, uh, immobile. I'm looking for somebody who's moving. I'm looking for somebody who's going. I'm looking for somebody who's got some energy. I'm looking for somebody who's got some strength. I'm looking for somebody who can take it to the next level. I'm looking for somebody that can move this thing along. I don't just need somebody laying in the bed beside me, keeping me company. I don't need company. I need movement. I refuse to be paralyzed. Jesus said, I come that you might have a life and have it more abundantly. I command you in the name of Jesus, this is your season to break out and live. Yes, I'm a move. I'm a move if it hurts. I'm a move if it don't hurt. 
long as you're a convenient marriage, a convenient business, a convenient job, he didn't have a convenient life. How do you get to have a convenient life? So I ask myself, you know, maybe they tied him to the bed, and then two of them hoisted him up while the other two got up on the roof and started pulling. All, all I know for sure is that that was a rough ride going up the side of that house. Isn't it funny? When you're closest to the answer, things get the hardest. They made it over the road without having to be creative, but when they got close to the miracle, now they had to be creative. I don't know who this is for. You are right in the home stretch. This is no time to quit. This is the time to be creative. This is the time to be creative. This is the time to look at the wall and go, hmm. Time you need a strategy. Hmm. People who look at obstacles and go, hmm, that means that going back is not an option. It's not an option. It's not an option. Hey, hey, hey man, we're going to strap you down. This is going to hurt a little bit. Your leg might be hanging out. I may mess up your hair. But when I get finished, we're going to get to the top of this thing. We are not going back home the way we came. Are there any people in here that going back is not an option? So they got him up on the roof.
somebody in this room, you need to lower some of them people you carry in down into the presence of the Lord. Turn it over to the Lord. You did everything you can do. You can't live for them. You can't die for them. I know that's your child, but you can't control him. You raised him. Now turn him over to Jesus and get out of God's way. The rest of it is between you and the Lord. Number seven is the test for number six. Number six is your relationship with God. Number seven is your relationship with the bed. Now, now, let me show you this. I'm not talking about you, baby. I was just using that as a joke. <laughs> If your relationship with God doesn't change your relationship with that bed, then I question your relationship with God. The critics are now saying, he got a nerve saying, forgive sins. Hey, nobody can do that but God. Jesus says, what is easier to say? Son, thy sins be forgiven thee, or take up your bed and walk. He says, your relationship with me should change your relationship with the bed. The thing that held you, the place where you got stuck, the thing that's dysfunctional, the thing that doesn't move. He says, your relationship with me should change your relationship with anger. He says, you can't say you have a relationship with me and you're still flying off on everybody. Your children are scared when your car comes home. You can't say you have a relationship with me and you are still stuck in that same bed. Your relationship with God should change your relationship with things around you. I don't care how much you had, church. I don't care how much you've given off. I don't care if you fall out and be slain in the spirit. If it doesn't change you, it doesn't work. It's got to change you. It's got to change you or it doesn't work. See, if, if, if we don't preach a gospel that works, people are going to judge us as irrelevant. You need a relationship with God that challenges your limitations. And so Jesus says to him, I know that the only way you've been mobile was with help. I know that the only way you paid bills was with help. I know that the only way you got clothes was a sugar daddy. I know, go move, go move, go move, go move, stay right where you are. I know that the only way you survived was being slick. So Jesus says, what is easier to say, son, thy sins are forgiven thee? He said, is it easier to say I have a relationship with you? Or can you prove that relationship by how you relate to what didn't work before you met me? So he says, take up your bed. And, 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 and well, this is the, the only way this bed got in here was young children. And he says, now I'm going to make full proof of my salvation. Maybe the four guys are still looking down from the roof, saying, oh, we got to get down there and help him. 
Maybe, maybe they're like the guys who, who drive me around, but when they open up the car door, they're still pulling my head down. And you know what I keep telling them? I got this. I, I appreciate you helping me, but I got this. I thank you for the time you carried me, but I got this. I remember when you paid my rent, I got this. I thank you for encouraging me when I was down, but I got this. I don't know who I'm preaching to this morning, but the Lord told me to preach. I got this. You don't need what you used to need. You don't have to have what you used to have to have. Stop allowing people to help you when you don't need help. Look at them and tell them, thank you, but I got this. If you got this this morning, open your mouth and give God praise. I cried last night, but I got this. I had to pull myself up, but I got this. I cannot get this kind of word and go back and lay in that kind of bed. The devil is a lie. Block somebody and tell them I got this. I have to stop there. There's so much more to this, but I hope you received a boost to your faith and in your spirit. Don't be bound by your circumstances. With faith and works, you can rise from any situation. Trust me, I know I've been through the power. I've been through the blood. I've been through the blood, and because I've been through the blood of Jesus, the fire didn't burn and the flood didn't drown me. You can survive. That's what I'm talking about when I say I got this. One other thing I want to share with you. I know many of you don't travel much. You're used to staying within a certain parameter and staying in your comfort zone, go to the same grocery store, go to the same church, go to the same market. Look, break the monotony. Get out the bag. Come on. Go to MegaFest. You can do it. And enter into the presence of the Lord with other saints who have been feeding off of this word and have some fellowship and have some good. You need to put some spice in your routine. You need to do it. You need to just stretch out and do it. You need to just do it by faith. I'm going to be looking for you. I'm going to put a challenge on your soul to meet Bishop T.D. Jakes at Megafest in Dallas. No, it's not coming to your city. I can't come all over the world. You're going to have to come and join me. Meet me here. God's got something for you. I can feel it. Can you? Obviously, I can't stop smiling. Everybody was, you know, worshiping, and it was a great experience to worship with kids that are around the same age. It was very spiritual, the worshiping part. It was a great experience, and I've never been around like this before. Just crazy energy. God was there. The music was there. It was so, it was dope, like far above anything I expected, for real. Man, on fire, on fire. If, if you didn't leave change, I don't know what's wrong with you. The music, the anointing, like it was a blessing. It really was fun. It was beautiful just to see the youth and young adult on fire for God and not ashamed of the gospel. I was having fun. I was singing. I was dancing. And it was awesome. I experienced from old to young. Everybody was on one accord and worshiping one God. This was my first mega fest. Probably won't be my last. Everything from the little things to the big things. Everybody's just welcoming. It's just wonderful. I love it. I will not stop till I get everything that God promised. 
trust me. I will not die in my excuses, nor give up in my infirmity, nor collapse in my adversity. I got too much worried to die in this condition. Block somebody and tell them I got this. talk about racism constructively to find real answers. Grab the hand of your neighbor. Lift them high in the name of the Lord. Tomorrow on Joni. Because you stand with us, we are doing great things and we will do even greater things. People will be saved, healed, and restored. You are helping us preach the gospel yeah. around the world. I'm James Robinson, my wife Betty and I welcome you to life today. I hope you've also been visiting stream.org, the stream every day. Remember this now, you can find those things which will not only inspire you but inform you and, and show you how you can make a difference and why it's important.
your position, got you respect. Yeah, you waited and you made it, and your head up in the cloud. Now it's storming, but you never had to weather storming weather. You just wanted to get better. Do you know how to get you out? What makes you think that you you are above the fall? Remember time and chance. It happens to us
sound of revival.
would have worked things out so much differently. For you see, there would be no hurt, no pain, no disappointment. Of these things, my life would be.
Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. Praise the Lord, everybody. How you doing, dear? I'm lovely, wonderful. I can't complain. If I complain, you know what time it would be. Wasted. <laughs> right, it is. I'm a girl. Wasted. <laughs> hmm? I ain't mad at you on that one. I'm trying to take your advice. Yeah, you're right. How's everybody doing in your world? They're doing all right. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. I'm actually just um. I'm actually just um. I didn't go anywhere today. I decided just to sit down and rest a little while. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to. I mean, well, actually, I um. I'm trying to hold on to these five dollars. Put it that way. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> gotta hold on to it, boo. Gotta hold on to it. <laughs> but uh. We're the only two on? I got huh. I I have no idea. Yeah, but I just, you know, just want to get on the speaking. Get the day started with a prayer. Lifting him up today. Well, you can go ahead and open up there. Dear Heavenly Father God, as I bow before your throne of grace and mercy, thanking you for everything that you do have are doing in our life, God. I thank you for the great getting up this morning that you allowed us to get up once more and again, God, to continue to lift your name and serve you. We're only here, God, for your purpose and not our own, God. And once we realize that, we can continue to glorify and magnify your name. God, I thank you for my friends and my family, who my extended family, who are going to get on this call today to serve you in spirit and in truth, God, and all that we say I do, God. Continue to purge us of those things that are not on you, God, because we know that without you, we're nothing. So right now, God, I lift up forgiveness for us who have committed sins by thought, word, or deed, God. Please forgive us right now in the name of Jesus. And, God, as I continue to look to the hills and become my help, God, I thank you for my life, my health, and my strength that I continue to run on the field of the end, Son of God. Regardless of what is that stumbling block that's in, in, in front of me, God, I know that you will make it a pebble under my feet that I can step over and keep moving. God, I thank you I thank you for letting me lift up this prayer this morning to you from my heart to your ears, God. And I pray that everything that goes on in this line is lifted up to the glory and edification of you and not of man, God. I pray that the words and the prayers and praise be here to encourage, to lift up spirits, and tear down stumbling blocks. It is in Jesus' name I honor to this prayer to you, and I say amen, amen, and amen. Good morning, Erica. She's on the computer. Tell her I said... Huh? I said... Tell her I said... <laughs> You retarded. <laughs> you crazy. Why <laughs> you know what you know. Oh God. All right it is. <laughs> oh goodness. <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> oh Jesus. Mm-mm-mm. But um, I'm sitting here in front of the computer trying to look at some um just looking at some stuff out there. You know how you do. Press toward the mark of the high calling. Yep, 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 yep. 
Well, I, 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 I do have a word to share. You know, I always do. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I, I, I read a devotion this morning, and I just want to share it with somebody who needs to hear it. And it might be me. <laughs> um, have you claimed your inheritance? You have an inheritance, inheritance coming to you if you read God's word. The Bible promises, promises one for you. The Bible says in Acts 20.32, I commit you to God and to the word of his grace, which can build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. And inheritance is what you get for being part of a family that's rightly yours. Pretend your father is Warren Buffett. I'm not sure who he is, but he might have some. He must have some money, and he dies. If you never look, took the time to read the will, you'd be foolish. You wouldn't get what was rightfully due to you. You wouldn't benefit from what belongs to you as a child of Warren Buffett. When you become a follower of Jesus, you're not just a believer. You're a belonger. You become a part of God's family. Family privileges come along with that decision. You have a spiritual inheritance. But if you walk through your entire life and you didn't know what benefits were available to you as a child of God, that would be sad and foolish. God wants you to grow and know what's available to you from him. You need to read the Bible to do that. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 3, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, all scripture is God-breathed breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. The purpose of the Bible is to help you live out the purpose God has for your life. It's God's inheritance that's due to you. God wants you to thoroughly be thoroughly equipped for what you've been made to do. To do that, he does four things through scripture. He teaches you. God shows you the path on which you should take. He rebukes you. God shows you when you're off the path. He corrects you. God shows you how to change, you can get back on the path. He trains you. God shows you how you can stay on the path. That's how God's word helps you grow and get that great inheritance God has prepared for you. And it, it, the actual, the whole devotion that came from Acts, um, Acts 20, chapter, verse 32. And now I entrust you to God and the message of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance with all those he has set apart for himself. And that was, you know, we, we, we actually, some of us in this world, I had to share this one on Facebook because Someone needed to hear that today because some of us don't know, still don't know, still bathed in Christ. You have to study to show thyself approved. And that's what I got from that lesson. To claim your inheritance, you've got to study and know him. Study and know him. And, and when we become a follower, we, we're not just believers. Like the thing said, we are a belong, we're, you are belongers. We belong to him. Once we take up our cross and decide to follow him, we have to be are not only readers of that word that he gives us each and every day, but doers of the word. And that's what I got from the lessons. And, it, and the reason why I put it on Facebook because the people need to understand what those four, um, four, the, uh, help, the four purposes 
that he has, um, they're not a purpose for him. You know, are those four things we need through Scripture. When he teaches us, he rebukes us, he corrects us, and he trains us. All of this is inside of that, the B-I-B-L-E, the biblical instructions before leaving earth. So that's what I got from the lesson today. And I had to share that on Facebook because someone needed that. They need to understand what the Bible is all about because anybody can go and read read any any novel and tell you what it's about. But when you put that Bible up, that's life. That's your life. I can read a Holocaust romance and say, yeah, that was a good book or, or, or any one of these romance novels. I love romance novels. But I can read it and tell you about it. But when you read that book, that's a, that's a story to tell. The Bible is a story to tell because he's talking about you're dealing with life, life issues, life purposes, things of, of, of God's world that you, that you if right now is like a parallel. You're looking at, you know, the, the, the biblical teachings of the Bible. We have to teach our teach too. To be taught and taught, to teach and be taught by the Word of God, and teaching ourselves and each other. Amen. <laughs> so I thought that that was my lesson for today. No, I'm done saying. <laughs> I am for real. Whatever. <laughs> Oh, you're so fine. <laughs> oh, goodness. I'm done. I ain't saying nothing else. I ain't going to eat all my mouth. <laughs> see? Let me um, pray for a second. See what God wants. Okay. All right. Horoshi <laughs> Horondi shande doko sande doko seshi doko hondo doko sande di ande doko sande di doko ande doko sende di hara doko saka hande di doko seshi ande doko sandra ande doko seshi shere doko rambo korada dakanda shere doko sede shere doko rambo sarara karanda hande doko sende doko ndende doko ndende doko yes 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 Humboku Saka Yarande Keto Hoboko Sindi Handrandeko Sandesh and Randeko Sandakaraka. Horombose, Sharabosa, Sherekose, Sherabosa, Sherakande, Sherakosan, Derekasan, Deke, 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 He. Oh, yes, Father, we praise your name, Lord. We glorify you, Father. We praise you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Father, for the word, for the covering, for the anointing. Thank you, Father, for Jedekara life, life and not death. Mm, mm, mm. Life in each and every one of our situations and circumstances. Oh, Jesus. 
Aradeshe Shande, I speak life, I speak healing, I speak restoration. Yanyedoko Sede, he 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 Horombose, Shirakada, Shirokose, 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 Haraboko, Yoruko seke, Shanderoko saka, Hinderoko sede, Shanderoko saka, Shinderoko sede, Handeroko sada, Shinderoko seche, Shanderoko sanda, Shinderoko sede, Shanderoko sada. Yes, 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 hm. Hanyerako de she, Danderoko baka, Sanderoko seche, Shanderoko saka, Handeroko sede, Shanderoko. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Father. Cover us. Encourage us. Strengthen us. Keep us, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for moving in all of our lives and all of our situations and circumstances, Lord. Father, make our faces like flint, like stone, Lord. In other words, let us be able to face our adversary, to face our situations and circumstances with the word of God, not in our own accord, not in our own strength, but with the word of God, Lord, trusting in you, trusting in your delivering power, trusting in your word, trusting in your direction, Father. Father, in your word, you say the steps of a righteous man are ordered by the Lord. Lord Christ, we are only righteous because of you, Lord, and we seek you each and every day. And we're asking for your direction and for your path, and Lord, you are all in our steps, so help us to trust the steps, to trust the path that you've laid out for us to walk. Holy Spirit, I'm asking you right now to begin to move in a way that you have not moved even on this line, Lord. I'm asking you to move in a way that you have not moved even on this call, Lord. Because, see, Father, I say even on this call, Lord, because one thing that we try to do is to yield to you. One thing that we try to do is to let you go forth, go and let you have your way. One thing that we try to do, Lord, is to allow the presence of God to dwell amongst us. But, Lord, I'm asking you even on this line today, Lord, to move. Even in a different way, Father, even in a different aspect, Lord, to touch, to anoint, to teach, to whatever it is that you desire to be done. 
Yes, 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 yes. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. Move, Lord. I'm asking. I'm asking for the presence of God, for the power of God, Lord. We need you, Lord. We need you. We're seeking you, Lord. We're seeking you, Lord. We're seeking you, Lord. Just begin to speak in tongue and let the Holy Spirit flow through you. Just begin to praise your God and let the anointing of God build up. Just begin to praise God for all that he is. For all that he has done. Just begin to praise God because he's your God. See, right now you need to be selfish because you can be. Right now you need to recognize his power, his ability. Right now, Father God, we need to seek you. And let you have your way in our lives. Mm. And to trust you, Father. We need to abide in the ship, Lord. We need not to get out because we're going to become shipwrecked. But we need to abide, Lord, and to trust what you're doing, Father. Oh, Jesus. Oh, And allow God to be God. Not to get caught up in ourselves. Not to allow fear, doubt, unbelief to reign in our mortal bodies. But to allow faith to rise up. Mm. And the anointing, the presence of God to rise up. Holy Spirit, help. I'm going to be personal because I said be selfish right now. I'm going to say help me, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. Mm. I need you, Lord. I need your power. I need your presence. I need your encouragement, Lord, to stand when I want to quit. To press when I want to turn around. I need you to carry me right now, Father. I need the word of God to begin to become a blaze in my heart and all of my members so I can go forth to do that which you're calling me to do. And to keep my face like flint so that I will face the adversary trusting in you, Holy Spirit. I need not to turn around and to run back and say I tried, but... Well, I was walking, but help me to stand and to stand there for as you encourage, as you carry, as you do whatever needs to be done, Lord. Because, Father God, you are definitely, in my case, you are definitely getting the glory, you know, because it's so far over my head, Lord. It's so far out of my reach. It's so far out of my control, Lord. Ain't no way, Father that I could say this is what I have done, Lord. Oh, you getting the glory in this case, Lord, because you know what, Lord? I done quit a while ago, but God, you keep waking me up and saying, fight, young man. You keep waking me up and say, do this, young man. And I say, okay, God. And you keep making a way in spite of, Lord. And I keep seeing you making a way for your servant, for your child, in spite of myself. In spite of my shortcomings, I keep seeing you making a way for me, Lord. In spite of me, help me to get over myself and to trust and to walk and to move in the full capacity that you called me to move. In Jesus' holy name, I say amen. And amen. 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 
Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and lift my list up right now. All right, go ahead. Dear, dear Heavenly Father, God, as a Bible for your throne of grace and mercy, God, I thank you for, for life in itself, God. Right now, God, we live, I lift up to you the sick and the shedding, God. We know that earth has, we know that by your stripes we are healed, God. So right now, God, I lift up the facet of sick and shedding because they need that divine healing from your hand. We need your touch to heal us. We need your touch to deliver us. We need your touch all in all, God. We need you right now to continue to heal this land, God. There are a lot of people in this world who's not seeking your faith, God. So I'm going to lift them up to you in the pardon of what they've got going on. So I'm lifting them up to you so that you can heal them and meet them in their need and hear their cry. When they when you hear those, Lord, have mercy on me. When you hear that weeping may endure for a night. Right now, God, I pray to you, God, to, to heal us, God. Touch us. Move your powerful, sovereign hand right now over our bodies, minds, and spirits, God. And lift us up and bring us Back to you, God. Let us have the will to live for you and to be those miracles that are being performed, being a witness and a testimonial, have a testimony to be that testimony for someone else that's going through the same thing, God. Continue to grant us peace in the midst of our trials of tribulation and suffering, God. Continue to restore us back to the health from which we once knew, God. You know what's going on in our lives and our bodies, God. So, And only you can move, heal, and deliver. So right now, God, continue to move, continue to heal, continue to deliver. I speak these things across the atmosphere because I want you to hear me now, Jesus. Heal me now. Touch me now. Move across the facets of our minds, who are in thought in our minds right now, who we know in our hearts that are sick and, and sick and shut in, God. Restore those limbs. Cast out that sickness back to the dry places. Give us the strength to continue to look up, continue to feel your presence, and continue to live out our destiny in spirit and in truth. So thank you, God, right now for the deliverance that's going to take, a, take place in the sick and shedding lives. Right now, I thank you. So hallelujah. Right now, God. Right now, in the name of Jesus, I do. I'm going to submit this prayer to you, and I say amen, amen, and amen. Amen. Here is my prayer. Here is my prayer. Here's 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 my praise. Because when the praises go up, the blessings come down. So here is my praise. Here's my praise. Here's my praise. Here is my praise. Here's my praise. Here's 
my praise. Hallelujah to your name, dear Jesus. Hallelujah to your name, dear Jesus. Hallelujah. Thine the glory. <laughs> Hallelujah. Revive us again, God. Each and every day as we rise to the morning sun, we will be revived. Because he did, some of us did not wake up today. But will he revive us? Revive us. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Bind the glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Bind the glory. Revive us. Again, thank you, God. Hallelujah, line the glory. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, line the glory. Thank you, God, for reviving us again. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for reviving us one more day. That's why hallelujah will always be in my spirit. Thank you will always be in my heart because I know who's the keeper of my soul. Hallelujah, Jesus. (laughs) Amen. Good morning. Good morning. And how are you today? Who is this, Renee? Yeah. Oh, good morning. I'm fine. I'm lovely, wonderful. Can't complain. You know how to go. That's every day for me. Yes, every day. Oh, okay. Can't complain, baby. Can't complain. You know what they say about complaining. Yeah. And if you did, would it do you any good? No, ma'am. It will not. <laughs> You're just getting it. trying to attack you. It will not. I won't let it. That's the thing. <laughs> I won't let it. I will not let it. I think, uh, I think we're the only two on the same. I'm not sure if Pam or anybody else on. Ain't no wrong silence on us again, but I love him to death. You're ready. <laughs> ready. I'm just going to make a phone call. I'll call the deck off in just a second, okay? Okay.
Hey, Nay, how you doing? I'm doing good. How you doing this morning? I'm moving around, doing what I got to do. Question. Mm-hmm. Have you talked to Pastor? I talked to him, um, I guess, yesterday. Uh, what's today? I guess I talked to him Monday. I talked to him Monday, I think. Okay. Well, I wouldn't put out an apology because I wouldn't want to do that to anybody. Uh, the way he was talking in service on Sunday, mm-hmm. as, if as if his mom had passed. And I just found out yesterday that the person that he had talked to on Sunday, um, before he started giving us information, mm-hmm. they were jumping the gun. Mm. So he said that his mom is still in hospice, but her 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 breathing was getting low and shallow, but it 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 regained it, but but it went up. Okay. So praise the Lord in that. And because uh, he was like, "Well, no, she hasn't gone any." But the way that he was talking when he was preaching on Sunday about. Uh, that they telling him that he has to find a funeral home and that she now she's going to glory, he knows where she's going and so I just want to put her put her on the prayer, you know, for us to pray for her and then also for the family and also for him because it's not going to be a it's not going to be an easy transition, which it never is. And um, the person that you prayed for yesterday for me, my neighbor, I had called her back yesterday after the prayer line. And uh, she had texted me since I didn't pick up the phone. And um, she had texted me, called me. So I'm like, okay. So I said, well, I called her back. I said, what's going on? And it wasn't anything really urgent. But... um, I had told her that I had just had the um, people on the prayer line pray for you again. And then she said, oh, I pray for them. I said, no, they prayed for you. So <laughs> she's like, well, well, what, well, what did he say? He said, it's something that you were asking with that you need to let go. So she so she had named off a couple of incidences that she said had her better and that she had started deciding she needs to let go. I said, okay, well, somebody prayed for you, and they said, you need to let go. So she told me to tell you thank you for the prayer. No problem. And we want to keep um, Sister Donna Johnson in prayer. Uh, was trying to get her to um, phone conference into Bible study last night, but I just got a text this morning that she hasn't been feeling well since Friday. Oh, really? And that her son had a, um, had totaled out her car uh, um, yesterday. Mm. All righty then. So distractions have been very busy. 
to put it mildly. Yeah, but then again, we knew that knew that was going to come to pass. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. How are you? How are you? What did you say? I said, how are you folks? The Lord is in with it. Okay, let's go ahead and knock out this list. Um, I might as well start on my longest. Go 
Community service. Groupie. Nancy Bro. Yolanda Smith, K hundred Valida, and Sharon, hundred Neander Moss, Humbrocos, 
a list of love. Alicia Webster, Sakra. Brittany Holcomb, Sakra. Male patient Rosen, Sakra. Mike Bradley Hernandez, Sakra. Sarah Thompson, Sakra. Keith Powell Jr., Sakra. Caleb Boylan, Sakra. Benjamin Benfield, Humboldt, Sakra. Lyle and Anthony, Sakra. AJ and family, Raheem Powell, April Morse, Capri LaCour, Kier Shaw, Victor, Brianna Logia, Naya, Tyler Jasmine, Devon, Amber and Brianna, Teresa, Makai Ozias, Jaquia Jameson, Tristan Peter, Shandero Koshida, Kadera 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 Koshida Kasa, Sakara. City of Refuge, Shidder Koshida Koranda Koshida 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 People in the gift and class, and Hospital Community, Maria Mathis, Dela Karandlam, Prandrugo Sashi, the Kandrugo Sashi, the Kandrugo Saraka, Sakara. Jonathan Dunlap, Hombush, the Gosashi, the Gosashi, the Gosashi, the Gosaraka, Sakara. My parents, Hombron did the Gosashi, the Gosashi, the Gosashi, the Gosra, Sakara. City of Atlanta, Hundrugo Sashi, the Kandrugo Sashi, the Gosraka, Sakara. President Obama, Hombuko Sashi, the Kandrugo Sashi, the Gosra, Sakara. My mastermind group, Hora You got Mark and Charles the second Shambhu <laughs> 
And myself, Denise and Terry, Sam McNabb, Barbara Carson, Mike Strives and Dietrich, Jerry, Barbara Salter's cousin, Louis Sherry, Bishop Biarro. Erica Collins, Smith, Corey and Dennis, Mark Gully, Gerard Jenkins, Mark and Charles Sr., Gene Altman, Platt Academy, Don Smith, Jeff and Natasha Ferguson, the guy in the subway, Charles Vaughn, Phil and Jan Inlow, Mama Gina, Nate Carson, CFF, Travis Crocker, Larry Stone, City of Osakis, and Rosemore.
all to um, see how maybe he can get on his side. Lord, but we already know that with your son Jesus going down and snatching the keys of death, the devil can never have dominion over anyone's soul. For it's not theirs to give. So, Lord, please, um, we put them on the prayer list, the injured and also the wicked. Pray that spirit up out of them, get them to understand better. That's not the type of attention that you that 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 that, that, that you need, nor is the type of attention that you that you should be looking for. And Lord, let him repent in your son Jesus' name. Lord, as we go back through the day, we always go by looking at images and seeing what gets us to stand out more to get other people's attention. Lord, let our attention go and be focused on you. That's the only thing you ask us to do, a little simple recipe. Lord, let them stop going over five villages, six mountains, seven rivers, over large terrain, but just going ahead and dying to themselves and giving themselves on to you. Lord, yeah, we are seeing a lot of things that's going on, and we stand and we pray. The Lord, I'll say for this whole world, we're going to put them on the altar and pray for them. The good, the bad, the happy, the sad, the evil, the not evil. Lord, just for them to realize you're coming to get them to save them from themselves. The devil had gave them a course of deceiving. And for that, they always stay scared. The Lord, let them open their eyes and let them know they can come back home. That's what you died. That's that's what your son died for on the cross for over two thousand years ago, and it still reigns true today. So, Lord, we uplift these souls. We give them all to you, and we also pray for your will to be done in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Congregations and churches, pressure to ministries and their families, deceased in hospitals, abuse in the nation, What's up, babe? How you doing this morning? I'm moving around, baby. That's what I'm doing. I'm moving around. 
disobedient yesterday, so hopefully this will vindicate me, because <laughs> it's still, it's still, um, it's still valid for right now. Um, <clears throat> God had given it to me yesterday to warn um, the body of Christ um, that the the whole scenario um, in in South Carolina and in Baltimore and stuff like that, those are to keep us, uh, our eyes off of the most important thing that's going on right now. Um, and that is the ruler that's about to come down um, by the end of, the, of this week, I think. Um, and that is the, it's at the Supreme Court now where they're going to rule um, if, if, uh, if gay marriage will be a federal um, mandate, that it would be like, you know, their right um, on the federal level. And so with, our, with the church being focused on those who are dead, we're not focusing our prayers on that thing that we can actually change. And so, um, you know, there are some, I I noticed that there are some, um, you know, when you look at social media, there are some people who are praying, but, you know, the the thing is the house divided is going to fall. And so because we're so divided in our focus, you know, God is just like, again, as the church was sleeping, the enemy is coming in, and he's making a major change um, that is going to affect us believers um, more than we think. So um, uh, that being said, so Father God, I apologize again. I mean, we can only say sorry so many times, but because you say you forgive, and so I, I apologize once again for not being on my post as I'm supposed to um, and and speaking when you say speak. So, um, yes, I'm sorry, and I'll do better as of today. And um, so for right, so God, we, we pray right now for the church um, and the ministers and the apostles and the bishops um, and the missionaries, those who are standing in the, on the front line uh, for the souls of those who you are calling home, um, speaking the truth um, uh, undiluted and uh, at its full strength, making sure that the sword of the spirit is cutting asunder the spirit and the flesh to make sure that we know that it's you we serve and not ourselves. It's you that we should give the glory to and not ourselves or anyone else. And so, God, we just ask that you will continue to strengthen them, the church as a whole, and the ministers and missionaries individually as they 
bring the word forth, and as the word is received, that the seeds of your word are embedded in good ground, O oh God, and that it strengthens the faith of those who hear, because you said faith comes by hearing. Not by the trials. The trials increase by faith, but faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. So it's your word that gives us faith. It's your word that gives us hope. And it's your son that gave us what we can have to have that relationship with you so that we can have the hope, the hope of your glory, the hope of heaven, the hope of just everlasting life, being able to glorify you. So, God, just... uh, as the ruling comes down, the judges of of this land, because the enemy has come in and taken is trying to take over um, the authority that you have given us. So we speak that if because your will is going to be done regardless. So we pray that as your will is being done, so you give us the strength that we need to, and fortify us in our strength, oh God, so that we're able to withstand any persecution. Any um, any tongue that comes against us in censure or in in anger because of our faith in you, because you warned us that we would be persecuted because of our faith in you, not just by physical but mental and spiritual attacks. Oh God, so just give us the strength and protect us as only you can. Now, Father God, help us to come to you in our valleys of indecision and our valleys of depression and our values of just fear or doubt or confusion of how to work and walk and our faith in you so that we can continue to be on the correct path of righteousness for your glory. And we also come for those who are abused and addicted, that the light of your glory comes and shines through those who see them, and they can come to them and show them and guide them back to you, O oh God, out of the darkness into your marvelous light. Give them that moment of clarity of thought so that they can come out of that artificial love, that artificial peace, that artificial joy, and come into the fullness of your joy, your peace, your love that's that's unwavering, unconditional. And so, God, we also come for those who are in prison, mentally and physically. There was a man who just came out of prison for 39 years of, of being in prison and innocent, and he said that, Lord, give me the word, you said, he said it was so profound, and this is my hope, that you may be bound in your situation. You may be a prisoner. You may be in prison, but you're not a prisoner. And that that is my prayer, that even though those who are behind, you know, behind the bars in penitentiary, God, that they know that even though they're in prison, they don't have to be prisoners. They can have liberty in you and their faith in you. And those who are in prison in their mind and in their spirit, oh God, we speak of release. They're praying out, they're crying out, they're looking for an escape and they don't know. And so, God, we're standing, we're, we're standing in agreement with their praise, their prayers, and we're, we're speaking that their deliverance and their liberty comes to them today for your glory and that they will come crying out and giving glory to you when they when it is done. And so, God, we just thank you. We pray for Sam right now as well and his family and his seven degrees of separation. And we pray that he has continual freedom in spirit and in mind. And regardless of how the finances look, regardless of how the situations look, that he sees the glory 
that's coming in his life, oh God, because things could be worse. Things could be worse. Things could be worse. And people, someone would want to be in his situation. As crazy as that sounds, because their situation looks so much worse. And so, God, we just ask that you to continue to uphold him and keep him, let him find the joy and the peace in this day. And we just thank you for his presence and thank you for his obedience. In Jesus' name we pray. I'm done. Amen. Amen. Hi, good morning. Okie dokie, smokey, smokey. She's going back to hiding, but I gotta pray for you first. Okay. Okay. Your phone is going in and out. Your phone's going in and out of mine. Um, I think that's yours. Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, yeah, there's an assignment that God has for you. Um, <laughs> I should start laughing. Oh, what is this, confirmation or something? <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hold on. Move. I remember reading in um in some some scriptural literature or whatever about David and his children and um it was talking about if I'm remembering it was Absalom. He was saying that Absalom had a lot of the same faults that David had but in David they had been worked out, you know. Um, for example, hard-headedness as far as hard-headedness, stubbornness, whatever, as far as the world is concerned, you know, we, we, we don't, we hard-headed, we don't do what we need to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But God would take that same character trait and let him train it up that hard-headedness begins to become, like I talked about earlier, about a, 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 um, a face made out of flint or, or perseverance. So those those character traits that have not been harnessed by God and trained by God 
are detrimental, but once we allow God to get in those areas and arenas of our life and train those character traits, he will use them for his good and for his glory. So with David and Absalom, a lot of David, a lot of character traits that Absalom had were similar to his father, but they had not been trained by God as with David. So David had a lot of things that had been trained by God. So now we're coming to you. What does that have to do with you? Well, hmm, let's find out. Because you, oh, wow, you ain't going to like this one. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, you you you're refusing to step out fully like you can and that you need to because you're looking at your character traits and looking at what you don't have, looking at what your mistakes are, looking at where you're not at. What you need to do is let God take you where He wants to take you, the way that He wants to take you. And train you along the way. He will take those same things that you're crying about, that you're holding yourself. See, the enemy is allowing you. Ooh, mm, mm, mm. Enemy is like he just filling your head with all this stuff, and you're, you're soaking it up. And I can't. I ain't ready. I need to do this. I need. Mm-hmm. And, and, and and he's like, yep, yep, yep. But God said. I see. I, look, I'm 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 talking to you, and I'm talking to myself. Okay, so look, I don't say all of you. I called you to do this at this time. I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to myself at the same time. So, <laughs> hey, okay. You know, and so, and again, like, look, I had to say this because. Really, I, I, I got, okay, I guess you know what you're doing. Yeah. So you know where I'm at. You know my mindset. You know my ways, my good, my bad, and my indifferent. And you chosen in your infinite wisdom and in your infinite understanding to chose me at this time to take me and to make me and to go forth to do this thing. Okay. So... What am I to do, second-guess the Lord? Because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you something else. This is Sam Farley, but even more so, I'm going to tell you something else. Even in trying to correct ourselves, we need to be careful about doing that. Mm-hmm. Because, again, we'll be walking in that arena when we're doing something that we need to let the Holy Spirit do for us. Mm-hmm. You know, even as we get in a greater understanding, and even as we read more about self, we need to let God in those areas. And I'm not, and I, again, you got to work out your own salvation. You got to grow these things up. But I'm trying to say, and even as we learn more and more about self and about our flesh, and how even when we, again, God's not doing it if we're doing it. God hates our flesh. Our flesh is cursed. So then when we take the reins, well, let me clean myself up. Let me stop doing this. Let me stop doing Okay. And these are good. We're reading about these are good things. I'm not trying to say they're not. But again, what's the path 
in the way and the direction that God wants you to walk, to do what God wants you to do. And I think if you will begin to release that under, that will cut off a lot of hindrances in your walk and your holding back. Because, see, what is going to happen, it's a lot of things that you're not quite delivered from yet or you're not quite there yet. So you might be in a situation or a circumstance that you ain't totally out of yet, but you'll be able to plant seed or to minister to somebody who's who ain't even begun the process yet. You, you'll be able to plant a seed or to minister to somebody who ain't ain't even begin to look in where you are. Okay, let me break it down. I'm, I'm going to just do it like this then, okay? Mm-hmm. You ain't quite delivered from, from dealing with drugs. And one day you find yourself in a crack house. And you, Lord, Lord, I don't need to be here, but you find yourself there. And I'm just as an example. And I, I say I, I, mm-hmm. I ain't trying to offend nobody nothing. Mm-hmm. But while you're there, you begin to cry to God, help me, this another, and you touch somebody's heart who ain't even who ain't even nowhere near where you're at. Maybe somebody had been praying for them. Maybe the word was deep inside them, but they ain't even began to look at God because they felt there was no way out. But because of you are in that situation, recognizing, Lord, I don't need to be here, but you still crying out to God in the midst of your affliction. Come on now. In the midst of your hurt and your pain in an environment where you don't need to be, and your cry, God uses you to touch somebody else who was hopeless. who said, you know what, they gave up on God, but they see somehow or another that anointing in you is there, even while you're in the midst of an environment that you're trying to get up out of. That's what God does, and that's how he grows us out of things. And he uses us all along the way. How do you think we got to where we're at? We just woke up one day and say, oh, well, you know what, it's time... Hell no. That's about the best and kindest way I can say that. Look at all that you have thought about, cut about, not wanting to do, fault and scream just to get where you are, to recognize that you ain't nowhere nowhere along the road. See, see, we even then begin to look at ourselves in the, mm, come on now, I ain't going to, I'm going to stop. I must stop. Let God grow you out. Let God use you. Let God transform you the way and the direction that he has ordained for you to walk. It's hard to take your hands off the steering wheel and say, okay, God. Especially when you're sitting behind the driver's seat. That's hard. I one of our readings, uh, it was so, so impactful when it said you got to get up pray and seek an answer for god from god about what how when where and why and then once you do that then subordinate yourself to the leadership of the holy spirit mm-hmm. that that got that gets hard but that's the path that he wants us to walk 
get time seeking him, seeking him, asking him. And once we get clarity, once we get understanding, once we get directive, then we say, okay, Lord, I submit now, Holy Spirit, come on in and give me the power. Give me, even though you've given me the, you give me in my mindset and my spiritual as well as my, my natural, my, my soulish mindset. I see what to do now. I'm going to come back and say, now, Holy Spirit, you, you, you empower me to do this. You show me when to do this. You give me the understanding and the strength and the love walk to do this. And, and, and that's what God is seeking for us to do and the capacity that he wants us to walk in. And we got to learn how to trust him fully. Again, this is a, it's a process. It's a step-by-step process. And do not even begin to let condemnation rise up, guilt, or whatever. Recognize again, you did not get where you were at overnight. You did not wake up and say, oh, I'm here. I feel like doing it. No, it's been a battle. And it's still, it was a battle getting to where you are, and it's going to be the battle to get further. And the more that we see... The more that we see needs to be cleaned up. And that's, that's another thing. See, that me and Erica laugh about a lot. It, oh, it was nice when we were in our ignorance and we didn't know no better. Mm-hmm. It's a certain blissfulness <laughs> with that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, just, hey, yeah, whatever, you know. But now that he's growing us up and we're beginning to learn and see and understand, and there's an accountability that comes with that. It's like, oh, hell no. Uh-uh. <laughs> Mm-mm. So, so woman of God, let God direct you. And don't let you hold yourself back from what he is trying to do in your life. And I'm done. Okay. Okay, I'm running on mute. <laughs> Love you, Sam. I'm calling on mute now. All right, where we at with the listeners? Okay, now give me a call. I ain't getting you nothing. Please. No. Please, please. No. Okay, where well, we at with the list of sis? Um, I did all of uh, I did everything but, I think, the Houston Hospice. You did everything but what? The Houston Hospice. Okay. All right. Well, I'll go ahead and knock that out. And um, you did unsaved too. Um, no. Okay. I thought, I, I thought maybe it was already done. No. Uh. Uh-uh. No. Okay. Um, I gotta go back. Gotta give me a few minutes. Though. Okay. Good morning. Hello. No, I'm sorry. I'm going back on you. <laughs> okay, no problem. 
All right, let me lift up um, unsafe. Horo shiroko baka shiroko randesha ka shiroko se dirikandar gondeko randaka shiroko se shirikandeko sandrasiroko sada handeko se shirikandandeko se shirikarandako sa shiroko se shirikandandeko ba handeko se shirikarandeko sandeko 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 Sakara. <laughs> Abuse in the day she did that. Okay, that's everybody, man. Um, pray for financial breakthroughs. Um, what am I trying to do? Okay, uh, financial breakthroughs did that one. Let me pray for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Humble she shit a corumbo sit a kanda. Ho she she shit a cosanda to go say shit a corumbroco sanda. Ho she she shit a cosay shit a cosay shit a cosay shit a cosay shit a corumbroca shit a cosa. Ho she she shit a cosay shit a cosay shit a corumbroca shit a cosa. Corabosa shit a cosay shit a kanda cosa. Shakra. You got knowledge, wisdom, understanding, financial breakthroughs, um, health, healing, and restoration. Shindero go she she do rambaka she do go she she do ko rambaka. Ho she 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 do go she she do go she she do go she she do go she. Ho rambrando go she she do 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 go rando do go sa chakra. Supernatural, superhuman strength, abilities, gifts, and talents on a synergistic and increasing basis. Now I pray for health and healing and restoration, but Lord, I'm asking for the restoration of our youth, Father. Higher on a synergistic and an increasing basis. If you notice when I'm saying these are my personal confessions and I keep saying it on an increasing basis, the reason that I say on an increasing basis is because we're all growing and we don't want to, we, we just want to have our, whatever we're asking for God to increase as well. Just like in the prayer that I asked, in one of my confessions, I talked about the enemies coming to steal, kill, and destroy, but I was asking for God to provide for me much faster than he's, than he's stealing, kill, and destroy. See, I'm, try, I'm trying to confess things. I'm keeping moving ahead, and I will always be in front of whatever the enemy is doing. So just pay attention to some of the verbiage that I use in my confessions. Remember, these are some of my personal 
personal confessions. I'm just telling you this so that you can, you know, develop your own list and you can walk in accordance with whatever God is showing you in your heart. Amen. I got financial breakthroughs, knowledge, wisdom, understanding, health, healing, restoration, strength, ability, gifts, and talents. Okay. Okay. Um, that's all the list this is. So maybe we can um, we'll listen to a couple of songs and uh, we'll do some confessions and reading.
Yes, 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 Father. Hundred 
Yes, 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 Father, we praise your name, we glorify you. We glorify you, Holy Spirit. Yes, 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 Lord. Thank you, Lord, yes. Praise your name, Father. Mm, we glorify your name, Lord. Holy Spirit, I asked earlier for you to do things even a little bit different on this line, Lord. I'd ask for you to do that earlier, Lord. Now, Father God, I had a shift in my in me earlier today. I had a shift in me, Lord. Whereas when I first came on and then afterwards, Lord. And Father God, what I'm asking now is I want your people to experience the same shifting that I had, Lord. It doesn't have to necessarily be in the same way with the same things. As I always say, that I, I'm just letting you be God, Lord. But I feel led, Father, that as I pray, you're going to begin to shift your people. You're going to begin to move them from one level of faith to another, from one level of understanding to another, from one level of reception to another. Father God, whatever needs to be done, mm, you're going to move everybody, anybody that hears my voice, Lord, you're going to touch. That's my request, Lord, that you would touch them, Lord, mm, that you will shift them, Father, so, Lord, that they will have an experience. Experience with you recognizing the reality of who you are. Yeah, 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 that is a cosique of who you are. Of who, who, who. Yeah, that's a cosique. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Father. You're moving in a mighty way, Lord. You're touching your people. You're holding on to your people, Lord. You're cleansing, healing, whatever you decide to do, Lord, you're doing. You're not holding back. Help us to receive, to open up, to hear, to seek you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, there we go. Mm, there we go. Somebody just caught hold of that. Somebody just caught hold of that. Somebody just caught hold of that. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. The reality of the word. Who did it go? Well, the reality was that Maria was talking about all the self-help books are good, but there's one thing about that in the word of God. The word of God can give you the power. Mm. 
the ability to walk that thing out. The self-help books can give you some direction. Mm, they can give you some good things, but there's no power. But see, when you grab hold of that word, mm, and it begins to, see, it'll carry you where you might not even want to go. It'll hold you when you're even falling and slipping and missing the mark. See, when you grab hold of that word of God, oh, it will go deep inside of your cracks and crevices, the bone and the marrow. When you grab hold of that word of God, it will do for you that nothing else can do. Oh, Jesus. Grab hold of it right now. Just let it come in and do what it desires to do as it will move in you. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Oh, Lord. Wow. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Mm. Thank you, Father. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Father. Yes. Oh, share the cobra. Thank you, Father. Just share the conrande. Share the casada. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Shenduro kosa saraka. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. And amen. All right, I guess we're ready for the reading today. Good morning, Brother Farley, and all those other people out there in press shifting ministry land. What's up, Brother Richardson? So you welcome to the land of the living this morning, huh? Yeah, I was up yesterday. I had to go to the doctor, so I couldn't get on. Oh, okay. Everything all well with you? Oh, I see. I'm going to leave. They want to see me again later, but it's cool. You ain't got any more problems from that car accident, do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they want. Trying to look at that right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, just told them, you know about the little fracture that I did get on the vertebrae. But okay, it's okay. Mhm. Don't what you do because you know I ain't for the flow to stop, man. Go. Were you praying for uh, in the particular individual, or were you just in general? Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I just trying to get in line. <laughs> no problem, sir. Mm-hmm. I'm getting ready to go do the reading. Okay, I'm gonna listen. Okay, Lord. Where we at? What we got working? In this passage of Scripture, Paul gives the Antichrist four different names. The man of sin, the son of perdition, the mystery of iniquity, and that wicked. The name that the Apostle Paul gives the Antichrist, the son of perdition, is not without significance. The Apostle also calls the Antichrist in this passage the mystery of iniquity. 
What does that mean? In 1 Timothy 3 and 16, Christ is spoken of as the mystery of godliness. That is, he was God manifest in the flesh. How did he become manifest in the flesh? By being born of the Virgin Mary by the Holy Spirit. Thus it was that Jesus became the Son of God, Luke 1 and 35. Now as iniquity is the opposite of godliness, then the mystery of iniquity must be the opposite of the mystery of godliness. That is, if Christ is the mystery of godliness, Antichrist must be the mystery of iniquity. And if Christ was the Son of God, then Antichrist must be the Son of Perdition, that is, of Satan. And if Christ was born of a virgin by the Holy Spirit, so the Antichrist would be born of a woman, not necessarily a virgin, by Satan. This is no new view, for it has been held by many of God's spiritually minded children since the days of Apostle John, and there is warrant for it in the Scriptures. In Genesis 3.15, God said to the serpent, I will put my enmities between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed. Now the woman's seed was Christ. Then the serpent's seed must be the Antichrist. In John 8 and 44, Jesus said to the Jews, Ye are of your father the devil. When he speak of a lie, he speaketh of his own. For he is a liar and the father of it. In the Greek, there is a definite article before lie, and it should read the lie. So when the devil speaks of the lie, he is speaking of his own child, for he is a liar. You know what? Uh, I can't help but keep, every time I'm reading it, all I'm thinking of is the movie Damien and Omen. Mm. <laughs> okay? And, and, and yeah, right. Right, okay? <laughs> and Rosemary Baby. Now, that's the other one I was trying to think of. Thank you, Arthur. That's the uh, I was like, what was that other one? Oh my God! Yes. Oh either wow. One of them I could watch. I couldn't get with. I could. I've never watched either one of them. Mm. Never. Wow, I do. I, mean, I, I, I was afraid of them. Oh well. Oh, I, oh, let me keep reading. Wow, that's uh, mm, okay. I'm gonna just keep reading. And it should read, the lie, so when the devil speaks of the lie, he is speaking of his own child, for he is a liar, and the father of it, the lie. And it is worthy of note that in the verse 11 that follows the passage, we are considering that the apostle says, and for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Here again, the definite article is found in the Greek, and it should read, the lie, the son of perdition, the Antichrist. The character of the mystery of iniquity, the Antichrist, was revealed to Daniel. Daniel saw a little horn, the Antichrist, come up among the ten horns on the head of the fourth wild beast that had the eyes like the eyes of a man and the mouth speak, speaking great things, Daniel 7, 7, and 8. Daniel was told that this little horn was a king that should arise and that he would be a person of remarkable intelligence and great oratorical powers, having a mouth speaking great things, that he would be audacious, arrogant, imperious, and persecuting, and change times and laws, and that the saints of the Most High, Daniel's own people, the Jews, will be given into his hands for a time and times, 
and the dividing of time, or three and a half years, after which his dominion will be taken away from him. Daniel seven twenty three through 26. In the next chapter, Daniel has another vision of the little horn as it appeared on the four horns of the he-goat. This little horn waxed exceedingly great, and Daniel was told that in the latter time of the fourth wild kingdom, fourth world kingdom, the revived Roman Empire, yet future, well, that's where we're at now. Remember, this book was written a long time ago. That a king of fierce countenance and understanding dark sentences should stand up, but not in his own power. He should be indwelt by Satan, and he should destroy wonderfully, and shall prosper and practice, and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people, the Jews. And through his policy also he should cause craft to prosper in his hand. No one should be able to buy without the mark of the beast. Revelation 13. And he shall magnify himself in his heart, Second Thessalonians 2, 3-4. And by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, Christ. But he shall be broken without hand, Daniel 8 and 23 through 25. The mystery of iniquity will be Satan's superman. As to ability, he will be a composite man, embracing the powers of Nebuchadnezzar, Xerxes, Alexander the Great, and Caesar Augustus. He will have the marvelous gift of attracting unregenerate men and the irresistible fascination of his personality, his versatile attainments, superhuman wisdom, great administrative and executive ability, along with his powers as a consummate flatterer, a brilliant diplomatist, a superb statement strategist, and will make him the most conspicuous and prominent of men. All these gifts will be conferred on him by Satan, whose tool he will be. He will pose as a great humanitarian, the friend of man, and the special friend of the Jewish race, whom he will persuade that he has come to usher in the golden age, as pictured by the prophets, and who will receive him as their Messiah. Ooh, wow. He will intoxicate men with a strong delusion and his never-varying success. And when he shall be slain and rise again from the dead, Revelations 13 and 3, in imitation of the resurrection of Christ, he will have lost none of these powers, but will be in addition to the embodiment of all kinds of wickedness and blasphemy. There has never as yet appeared on this earth a person who answers the description given above. Such character is almost inconceivable. No writer would have invented such a character. He shall reign for seven years, at the end of which time the Lord Jesus Christ shall return to the earth and destroy the allied armies of the Antichrist, and he shall be cast with the false prophet alive and into the lake of fire. Revelation 19, 19-20. Thus will end the mystery of iniquity, the Antichrist. Oh, wow. I don't even know if I want to read that again. <laughs> I don't know if I want to hear you read that again. Oh. Mm. Wow. I'm, ooh. Mm. I'm just thinking about all the movies and and the stuff that's going on and 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 a and a cloning, all the stuff that people are doing. Oh wow! 
and you know that, and just think they're trying to do it now. It's just quite yet time, but the, the but the satanic people are, are trying to bring that about now. But God keeps intervening and stopping it. But then there's going to be a time where He's not. Ugh. Mm. You know, I, I, if I remember, I can't put it straight together. I really don't want to just talk about it, but have you ever read the entire book of the Revelation or anyone on this call has ever read the entire book of Revelation? I've read it. I mean, you know, with what understanding I have. I'm getting a great understanding of it now, but I've read yeah. it. And, in fact, he was talking about the woman and how the woman go around a whoring. He said mm-hmm. the beast is running around with it. She's going to have one foot on the sea, one foot on the leg, and she's going to give birth to all this thing, and the great dragon going to come. You know, it's not a scary book, to be honest. It's really not. But then again, when you're talking about these over babies and baby and the omen, I, I, I'm not trying to say that I'm no punk by no means, but... <laughs> I don't do scary movies and I don't do like horror flicks and things like that. Never have. And and this reason why I, I really don't know what the omen was about, Damien the omen. I know he was a little child, wicked child, supposed to be the son of the devil and so Rosemary, baby. I knew that much. But I could never sit down and watch it. And you know it's not that I want to watch it, but it was it was because God wouldn't allow me to watch it. It's a difference. I, I, I never could watch it. I could never watch it. Mm. Because one of those movies, was it Damien or Rosemary Baby, when they shaved the baby head off, they had the mark of the beast in it? I think that was Damien. Yeah, that scared me. That have always scared me. Yeah, that was Damien. You too, Felicia? Yeah, I, I saw the first one. I can't. I couldn't. Can't do it. I'm just afraid of. I'm afraid of Jason. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but it's like now you know I'm, we're reading this and getting a great understanding because again these books that I'm reading out are quite old and, and, and like like 1920s and stuff like that. Some of me like even pre pre depression and now when hey, we. Mom. The reality of a lot of this, understanding the market of beast with the chips and, and the computers and all the stuff that's going on, understanding how we've already reigned in the ten kings and ten, ten you know, regions. And we're seeing a lot of this already set up in place, you know. And like I say, I, don't, I, I would not be surprised if the Antichrist comes from, from genetically modified human beings, Okay. <laughs> You know, where they can program them to have all these talents and skills, but he won't have a spirit. A dead well, the mark, mark of the beast, look at how they're creating drones and all these little crazy stuff hey. to fly, fly around to deliver your mail to your household package or anything. That's a part, that's a mark part of the mark of the beast. Exactly. Even these little things that we call, we fall so in love with these cell phones. That Facebook is a mark of the beast. Mm-hmm. And we just buy and we like we just so like you said, we just suck it up. <laughs> oh Jesus. It's this oh hey, we buy it. Go ahead now. 
Okay, I got one for you. Now, you remember back in, like, the 70s and a little bit before the 70s, um, you know, when computers first came out, people said it ain't going to last and ain't going to go nowhere, you know. Um, but then there were, um, it was the talk of Big Brother. And Big Brother was, he had cameras up everywhere. You couldn't make a move without somebody getting your image on something, doing something that you ain't got no business doing, or either um, stepping outside yourself and doing something miraculous. And people said that they didn't want their privacy invaded. They didn't want it. They didn't want it. So how did they get it to come about? They got us uh, into smartphones. They got the computer doing a whole lot more stuff. They got um, other things to tickle and to entertain our other systems. And lo and behold, what we claim that we didn't want it's here. Well, I'm 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 gonna back that up even further. They got us to accept it with nine one one, because after nine one one, we wanted people to be able to watch us, and, and, and because we felt and I'm and, and it's funny, and I'm gonna say this like this, but it's funny when our other persuasion. Because they use I, I I man, you be careful, man. After that, they you be careful. Unfortunately, we are used to living under persecution and 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 this that, and other. So I just like, oh okay. They they willingly now wanted somebody to watch them, whereas before they wanted a privacy. But after nine one one, you know they they let it in. Before that and whatever, I just that was just observations that I made. Just like um, Israel. Say it again about Israel. Doesn't that sound just like Israel when they first came out of Egypt? And they were like, Oh, we don't want we don't we don't we want we want kings over us. We want somebody mm. us to tell us what to do. Because we don't know, we don't know. And we're right back where we where we were then, you know. And uh, a minister has said he was like, People we we as a people, you know, when we don't want to have that spiritual authority over us, we go back to man and expect man to do what God is supposed to do. Mm. That's basically where we are. And, and, and the thing about it, what man, and, and, and I don't know who somebody was talking to, but what the thing with man, man is in a fallen state. So whatever we do is perverted and is missing and is not what God has original intention. I mean, well, we're working with the best of what we got, you know. But so whatever we're going to do as a man is going to be limited. It's going to be minor. It's going to mess up somewhere along the way. But we yeah, don't want to recognize that we're in a fallen state because of our flesh. Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm speaking well, well, one thing that just came to mind, you know, we always looking at um, different pictures and images, but you can find the prettiest image, and if you have the ability to walk into it, 
You still got to go through your trials and, and tribulations. You said the previous image, what? I said if you find the prettiest image. Oh, prettiest image. Uh-huh. And no matter what you think that it's going to be easy for you, you still going to have your trials and tribulations, but you got to walk through it. The prettiest image of the richest person. That's right. So you can go like to Chicago Botanical Garden. Real pretty. Make real, real pretty postcards. But see, you actually be in there. What's gonna be your day? Well, what may be your dangers? If you're allergic to these things, you got bees there. You got snakes. You got other. You got other um, cautious things and spots that you have to go through, depending on how you want to walk through this picture. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. All right, I'm gonna um I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do my juice, hold on. <laughs>
of scripture, Paul gives the Antichrist four different names. The man of sin, son of perdition, the mystery of iniquity, and that wicked. The name that the Apostle Paul gives the Antichrist, the son of perdition, is not without significance. The Apostle also calls the Antichrist in his pastors mystery of iniquity. What does that mean? In 1 Timothy 3 and 16, Christ is spoken of as the mystery of godliness. That is, that he was God manifest in the flesh. How did he become manifest in the flesh? By being born of the Virgin Mary by the Holy Spirit. Thus, it was that Jesus became the Son of God, Luke 1 and 35. Now, as iniquity is the opposite of godliness, then the mystery of iniquity must be the opposite of the mystery of godliness. That is, if Christ is the mystery of godliness, <coughs> Antichrist must be the mystery of iniquity. And if Christ was the son of God, then Antichrist must be the son of perdition, that is, of Satan. And as Christ was born of a virgin by the Holy Spirit, so the Antichrist was born of a woman, not necessarily a virgin by Satan. Now, you know what I just thought of, too? Artificial insemination. Ah. Mm. This is no new view, for it has been held by many a God's... Oh, Jesus. Thinking about all these cults and stuff that they're doing and how they are literally trying... Oh, okay. I'm so... Oh. Oh, it's just too real, and it's too close to home. Mhm. Mm. <sighs> so Antichrist will be born of a woman, not necessarily a virgin, by Satan. This is no new view, for it has been held by many of God's spiritually minded children since the days of the Apostle John, and there is warrant for it in the Scriptures. In Genesis 3.15, God said to the serpent, Satan, I will put enmity, enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. Now the woman's seed was Christ. 
then the serpent seed must be antichrist. He just said thy seed and her seed. In John eight forty four, <clears throat> Jesus said to the Jews, Jesus said to the Jews, Ye are of the father of the devil. When he speak of a lie, he speak of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. In the Greek, there is definite article before lie, and it should read the lie. So when the devil speaks of the lie, he is speaking of his own child, for he is a liar and the father of it. The lie. And it is worthy to note that in the verses 11 that follows this passage, we are considering that the apostle says, And for this cause, God should send them strong delusion that they should believe a lie. Here again, the definite article is found in the Greek, and it should read, The lie, the son of perdition, the Antichrist. So God, if you're not firmly rooted, understood, then that means you're going to get caught up in the strong delusion. Mm. Wow. And I'm just thinking about how the Holy Spirit struck. So you know what? It's like this. In the Word of God, it says the Holy Spirit has been striving with us from like since day one. So now it's like, okay, now I'm not going to, now I'm going to let you have your own way. I'm going to get out the way and let you just do what you've been wanting to do for how many years, decades, and centuries. I'm going to finally let you go ahead and do the fool thing. Go ahead and cut the fool. That's just that's just scary. Mm. No, mm, okay, I'm just had then I just had Mad Max and and, and 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 stuff like that running through my head, and Denzel Washington and and that and that. Oh, okay. Oh Lord. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. <laughs> but, but I mean, you know, these, these movies. Okay, come on now. Let's go. Ahead. Movies. There's a certain amount of truth to them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, and I told Nancy, we were talking about that. We were like, in so many ways, they were, they're basically, and God is basically like saying, hey. Mm-hmm. You know, now if you take heed, that's on you. If not, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it is just, it's just. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm. And since Hollywood, okay, Hollywood, that's the center of of being a hot them. Okay, the whole Hollywood thing, and we went through that before with the wands of musicians actually made from the holly tree. <laughs> okay, so the witch, <laughs> with this, the wand, Hollywood. So <laughs> I want you to read. Not take it over. Oh, I Lord. just want y'all to know y'all play too much. I've been listening on the computer, trying to be obedient no and more. not call in. She can notice. By, by these restraints that these people at my job are giving me, and y'all tripping. That's mm. not That's him. Blame I'm God. reading out the book. That's I'm just. Mm. Hey. Mm, okay, I got it. I got it. like a, let me go ahead and finish reading. 
Okay, I'm hanging back up. I just had to express that. <laughs> she like, look, y'all, she over there kicking and screaming with her feet under the desk. I can't say nothing. Oh. <laughs> and and I'm sitting at my, in all honesty, I'm sitting in my at my job every day since this little thing has been taking place with the people I work with, and I'm watching everything that you're reading about. Unfold in front of you. I mean, it, it is amazing, and and I I promise you, I was like, Lord, just strengthen me and equip me to handle what you will put before me this day. Because you know, you see it all just transpiring right before your eyes, and I don't have an opportunity to say for real, are you mm. serious? Because I'm too busy looking mm-hmm. at. Okay, God. Um. I'm, I'm, I need your help. I need your covering because these people, they don't know mm. or they don't want to know, whichever way you want to look at it. And I'm like, okay, so what you want me to do? How am I supposed to be able to handle this? Because I'm showing up every day. I, I do believe what you say. And then, you know, the thing I always talk against is that but. And that's where and that's where I have a comma because I don't have a period. I just have a comma. I'm like, but. So, and I'm just waiting for God to either erase the but or just, you know, have it the comma and then say, but God, or just fill in the blank. Mm. Because it's like, okay, yeah, I'm tripping. But, okay, continue. I'm hanging up. I'm, I'm just, I'm just, honey, I'm at with you. And it's like, what in the world? Okay, y'all have a good one. I'm still listening. Bye. <laughs> See, Sam, look what you did. I did. I did. Look, look, look. Hey, look. Mm. I'm just trying to read out a book. Okay, the character of the mystery, the Antichrist, was revealed to Daniel. Daniel saw a little horn, the Antichrist, come up among the ten horns on the head of the wild beast that had eyes like the eyes of a man and a mouth speaking great things. Daniel 7, 7 through 8. Daniel was told that this little horn was a king that should arise, that he would be a person of remarkable intelligence and great oratorical powers, having a mouth speaking great things, that he will be audacious, arrogant, and precious, whatever that word is, and persecuting, and change times and laws, mm-hmm. and that the high, Daniel's own people, the Jews, will be given into his hands for a time and times, and the dividing of times, or three and a half years. Mm-hmm. In other words... Just like she should I'm gonna just keep reading. Shut up. Yeah, just, just yeah. Okay. You get rid of it, Sam. Mm-hmm. In the next chapter, Daniel has another vision of this little horn, as it appeared on one of the four horns of the great he he goat. This little horn is exceedingly great, and Daniel was told that in the latter time of the fourth wild kingdom, the revived Roman Empire yet future, that a king of fierce and understanding dark senses should stand up, but not in his own power, and he should be indwelt by Satan. Mm-hmm. And he should destroy wonderfully, <laughs> wonderfully, 
and shall prosper and practice, and shall destroy the mighty and the holy people, the mm. Jews. Mm. And through his policy also he should cause craft to prosper. Craft. I'm sure that's witchcraft. Mm. I just thought that. Mm. Mm. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Mm. He shall cause craft to prosper in his hands. No one should be able to buy without the mark of the beast in Revelation 13. And he shall magnify himself in his heart, Second Thessalonians 2, 2, 4. And now check this out. And by peace shall destroy many. Come on now. Did you catch that? By peace shall destroy many. He didn't say by war. Yep. Yep. Wow. When they say peace comes destruction. Wow. <laughs> by peace shall destroy many. He shall also stand up against the prince of princes, Christ. But he shall be broken without hand. Daniel eight twenty three through twenty five. The mystery of iniquity will be Satan Superman. As to ability, he will be a composite man. All right, y'all can look up that word composite. I'm still looking at looking at these genetic GMOs. Okay, come on now. As a, to ability, he would be a composite man, embracing the powers of Nebuchadnezzar. Oh, Lord, here I go. Thinking about small movies when they take all the... We're going to form them to be like this. The act is... Oh. Mm. The powers of Nebuchadnezzar. Jacob, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Did they form him? It was Seven Kings. No, no. Xerxes was in another movie. What was that? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about Lord of the Rings, how I gave him the power? Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. As to ability, he will be a composite man, embracing the powers of Nebuchadnezzar, Xerxes, Alexander the Great, and Caesar Augustus. He will have the marvelous gift of attracting unregenerate men and the irresistible fascination of his personality, his versatile, his versatile attainments, superhuman wisdom, great administrative and executive ability, along with his powers as a consummate flatterer, a brilliant diplomatist, a superb strategist, will make him the most conspicuous and prominent of men. And I'm also believing in the word that he's going to be gay. I remember that, which actually, well, this uh, he'll probably be whatever the heck he want to be. So he, I remember, I have to go back but he's going to also be gay. Well, and this will, I'll just say bisexual, because he's probably going to be doing animals and everything else that he feel like at the moment. All these gifts will be conferred on him by Satan, whose tool he will be. He will pose as a great humanitarian, the friend of man, and the special friend of the Jewish race, whom he will persuade that he has come to usher in the golden age as pictured by the prophets who will receive him as their Messiah. He will intoxicate man with strong delusion and his never-varying success. In other words, he's always going to be a winner. He's always going to be on top. Like, what's that, that Heineken commercial? Or the, or, or, or the, no, that was a Dose Keys, whichever one. He's always been a winner all his life. Mm. Uh, yeah, thank you. 
I think it's Dos Equis, yeah. Oh Jesus. And when he should, when he shall be slain and rise again from the dead, Revelations thirteen and three, an imitation of the resurrection of Christ, he will have lost none of these powers, but will be in addition the embodiment of all kinds of wickedness and blasphemy. I done came back from the dead. Nothing you can tell me now. People gonna really fall out and worship him then. Mm. Mm. Okay. There has never as of yet appeared on this earth a person who answers the description given above. Such a character is almost inconceivable. No writer would have invented such a character. He shall reign for seven years, at the end of which time the Lord Jesus shall return on the earth and destroy the allied armies of the Antichrist. And he should be cast with the false prophet alive into the lake of fire. That's going to be his running partner, the false prophet. Remember, he broke down before the false prophets that uh, he said might even. Uh, okay, anyway, I'm just. I got another sentence. I'm done. <laughs> Thus, we're in the age of the mystery of iniquity, the Antichrist. I'm done. Hmm. I ain't got nothing to say. Y'all can talk y'all want to. I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Hey, you said it all. Mm. You gave us our blueprint. Mm. Wow. And you know, you know where Mustard feels, don't you? You said what? You know where Mustard feels, don't you? Mm, with June? <laughs> Oh, it's uh, Pride Month. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I saw it on TV. Uh, they got a whole month? Yep. Uh, I thought they just had a parade. When they get a whole month? Oh, they, did, oh, they got a whole month. Yeah, I think they got the whole month last year when they paid us that bill. Mm. I'll tell you, they just be creating holidays. Sweethearts Day, <laughs> Cupcake Day, Donut Day. What the? Hey, don't be surprised if this time next year you got Wicked Toenail Day. Okay, <laughs> where did it come up with this stuff from? It's been around. Hey, but people, people keep falling for it. Ooh, like lemmings. And then, like they say, then all you got to do is put it on the Internet, <laughs> and then it's true. <laughs> you didn't know about Donut Day, Breaking Toenail Day. It's been, it's been around since. <laughs> okay. Wow. I mean, you know, it's down to a plane of monkey see, monkey do right now. Mm. Where, you know, the question to be asked is, you have a child. Is the friend with Gary jump off the cliff? Would you be as physical jump off after? Or would you have the mindset to realize that's not a good decision? <laughs> well, like you said, we will be wiser but weaker. Yeah. You know, one, we're going to be weaker because we're going to be dependent upon everything else to give us what we used to have to struggle to get. Press a button, mm-hmm. I Knowledge. Press a button. I get direction. Press a button. I I I, I get Google Map. Google this. You know, and, and I mean not knocking the convenience of it, but people getting too caught up in, and then they're not. When you know, I don't even know my own phone number. Let me look at my phone to see what my phone number is. That's where we're at. Right. We're too comfortable. Mm-hmm. 
comfortable. Too lazy. <laughs> you said comfortable. I'm going to say lazy. I mean, something. Mm, mm, mm. See, one thing about it now, you know, it's stated that we need, you know, our exercise daily and all of that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so people that's on the bus, we get an exercise daily. Now, the ones who drive the cars, they have more health issues that's going on because they're not getting their exercise. Mm-hmm. Only thing they're exercising, that's their, their brain for whatever they go to work for. Might not be exercising then. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <sighs> but they are so they are so comfortable in the convenience. And like I just said, any picture that you look at, if it's a picture that um, lights your sight, when you step in, you still got to get those um, those highs and, and those lows. There's no getting around. <laughs> okay. Because even though you see you see a pretty picture, um, that pretty picture had to go through some things. That's true. And if you decide to step into it, you are going to feel the wrath of what that pretty picture went through. <laughs> I would say something, but I can't say it on the trail line. <laughs> <laughs> I'll ask you about it later. <laughs> Now, I'll say it in clean terms. A friend of mine, you know, he goes to different meetings and stuff. They said it was um, this girl in there that had this big behind. I'm I'm cleaning it up, okay? Uh-huh. And all the girls was, uh, you know, all the guys was, you know, looking at this big behind or whatever. So she got up in the middle of the meeting, you know, because they, they all get up and they say whatever. And she said, and I know y'all looking at my big behind, but I want y'all to know a lot of crap come out this big behind.
take prayer requests. Who wants prayer? Hey, go ahead and do me because I'm going to have to get off in a little bit. Okie dokie, Smokey. Thank you, Green. Alright, should have got shit there to go rumbo, should have got shit, should have got rumbo, should have got shit, should have got rumbo, should have got rumbo, should have got rumbo, should have Yes, 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 Father. Hombra Shirakosandeshe, Hombra Shirakoseshe, Shirabrosa, Humboko, Shandelikosanda. Yes, 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 Lord. Moor, Rombo Shirakasanda, Gose. Yes, 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 Lord. Randy, Gose, Shirakose, Shirakose. Yes, 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 Father. Hondu, Gosarakasa. Yeah, go slap my child, please. Thank you, Father. Oh, now, Renee, as the Lord speaks to your heart, as the Lord speaks to your heart, and he's beginning to show you images of what, where, how, when, and why, continue to mark down, write things down, and allow the Holy Spirit to sh- line things up and to show you when to move in accordance with what he's showing you. It's like he's downloading things inside of your spirit, man. And then it'll begin to come forth and you begin to you begin to see and to visualize and, 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 and somewhat make sense or not make sense, but just start everything down. And in his due timing, in his due way, he will show you when to move in accordance with what he's what he's been showing and revealing to you. So the most important thing right now in this part of your journey is just to write stuff down and let God grow you up in the capacity of what he's calling you to do. In okay. Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I receive it and I will be obedient. Okie dokie. Well, I guess I'll pray for Erica. She's like, I don't know if I want to get back on or not. You said what? She said she hiding behind her computer. Oh, wow. Thank you, Father. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, get a cool suck. Yep, 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 mm-hmm. It's okay. Now's the time for you to hide. It's okay. Now's the time for you to do exactly what you're doing, pulling back. By pulling back. There's confusion in the enemy camp. They're turning on each other because with you pulling back, they can't attack you, so they're turning on each other. Those spirits are just eating them up, and they—they, they, it, it's like you, because you have disengaged from the battle, they got to fight, so they're starting to fight themselves. That's like with Gideon. 
Once he cracked them shells, they began to fight themselves. Recognize the hand of God as he is moving, as he is revealing, as he is increasing in your heart and your life. Mm. So what's going to supernaturally happen in God's time and in God's way, he's just like moving you around the mess. Like I think that was about yesterday, I'm not sure. But he's moving you around the mess. It's like this. This is the perfect thing. It's like you're you're looking at the battle in front of you right now. But where you want to go is on the other side of the battle. And so you're seeing that. But because you have disengaged and allowing God to be God and you're choosing not to get in it, in God's time and in God's way, like I said, right now the battle's in front of you. He's going to supernaturally move you around it. And then you're going to be in front of the battle, and you're going to look behind you now at that same battle. For that won't change. But then you'll be able to go forth into what you're called to do. So you're positioned, you're doing what you need to do, and you're allowing God to move accordingly. Don't get in that battle. It ain't four years. It's a disruption from the enemy to draw you in. And if necessary, you fight for your peace. You fight to stay out. You might have to do bits and pieces along with the leadership of the Holy Spirit. You can handle that. But for the most part, you fight to stay out because the enemy wants to draw you in, drain you, devour you, divide you, and you will lose focus and everything else. But God is God is already ordained and made a way for you to go around to obtain even greater success than if you were to get in, get involved in it. And amen. Amen. All right, who's next? Lipe still hiding. Felipe, Felipe, Felipe. Ah, you're going to say, Rombaka, she'll go say, she'll come brata, she'll go sander, go say, she'll come braca, saracomba. Yes, 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 Father. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Yes, yes, yes. As you're moving, as you're shifting, as you're allowing your word. To come forth, the anointing of God is rising up mm, 
Oh, wow. Uh oh. Hmm. Now faith is the substance of the things hoped for. Where's that found in scripture? Anybody know? The evidence of things not seen. Hey, um, that's in Hebrews 11, 11 and 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Yes. I Hebrews. think that's Hebrews 11 and 1. Let me see. I'm sure I'm correct. Okay, I'm looking it up. Trying to go there if I can see out this little itty bitty Bible. <coughs> well, it ain't itty bitty Bible, just the words are small. Galatians. Yeah, Hebrews, Hebrews. I know, I'm going through my mind so I can find it. You know, here it is. Hebrews, you said what? 11 and 1. He wasn't those magnifying rulers. It's a large word. Okay, yep, he is correct. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Mm. Yes, Lord. Now faith. And I didn't catch this action until Pastor Luster had broken it down. It doesn't say faith. It says now faith. I need it now. I need strength now. I need help now. I need deliverance now. I need finances now. Now faith is the substance. Substance. Mm. That's the embodiment. That's what that. That's what that. That. Mm, yeah, of course. It's like when you're making a pie, or oh, the filling is the substance which makes the pie. The cherry, or the peach, or the apple is the substance which makes the pie. The substance of things hoped for. See, that's why I say hope is before faith because you start out with a hope. You start out have a desire, a hope that I can, a wish, or even a wish, and then a hope, and then faith. But now faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, it starts out as a hope, but it develops into faith, which it develops into now faith. Mm, mm, mm. The evidence of things not seen. The evidence. Come on now. What is the evidence? What is on the table? What do you? What can you show me? What can you prove this with? Hello, hello. Mm, mm, what are we standing on the gap for, on the wall for in our own personal journey or on the journey of someone else? What are we? What can we look at in our past where God has pulled us through a situation, a circumstance, which, <clears throat> come on now, which is way over our own understanding, our own heads? I keep telling you, when I went back on paper and I looked at on paper what I actually was walking through when I got down to 110 and, and this all the money is another. Oh, my God, Lord. If I if I had looked and understood, I would not have made that journey. So all I can say is right now, Lord, I'm trusting you to bring me to the other side. When I looked at on paper, I would have not even entered into the battle 
if I had known what was going to happen. But God showed me and delivered me this, so I'm, I'm, I have a hope, and I'm looking for the now faith for the evidence. See, I got evidence of what he's proven, what he's done, and my faith is where he's taking me to. Because, see, I'm believing that my latter is going to be greater than my former. Oh, Jesus. I ain't quite understanding how God formed this world. I ain't quite understanding how he spoke and a mountain appeared or how he spoke and waters came or light came. It ain't for me to understand. It's for me to hope and to believe and let God enter into the situation. See, I got to keep my position where it needs to be. He called me to be a believer, not an understander, to trust him so that he can deliver us and heal us and manifest his love, his kindness, or whatever it is he chooses to do in our lives, in our situations, and in our circumstances. Hmm. Jesus, through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Mm-hmm. We have to understand it by faith because we weren't there. We have to believe it by faith because we, we, we didn't do it. The chairs we're sitting on, they're made out of wood, metal, plastic. But where did the wood come from? The wood came from trees. Where did the trees come from? The trees came from seeds. Where did the seeds come from? Well, they came from other trees. See, everything that we see now is in existence from something that God created. It's just like the joke when 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 Satan Satan challenged God and said, "I can outdo you, God. I can do just as good as you." So 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 God made a made a snake or and say made a snake or God made a animal say made an animal so God made a man and he got ready to make a man and God said no get your own dirt See Satan can't Satan can only replicate what is there he cannot create God told Satan get your own dirt I created the dirt that we're formed of Satan can't do that. By faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being yet dead, yet speaketh. That story is still going through, and my, my brother's keeper. Cain rose up against Abel, but yet that story is still transcending throughout time. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and nor was found because God has translated him. For before his translation, he had the testimony that he pleased God. 
He was just conversating with God, walking along as God had intended for us to be, conversating, conversing with him. But he had pleased God. His journey was done. And basically, like Pastor said a long time, they were walking a long way. And God said, you know what? You're closer to my house than yours. Why don't you just come on home with me? Are you pleasing God? Are you even trying to please him? Am I even looking at trying to do what God wants? But we see we cannot please God without faith. So now we're understanding we can't please God without faith. Now we're understanding that we can't please God through self. Now we're understanding we can't please God through flesh. And in his word, he said, faith without works is dead. So if you're sitting there wishing and hoping for something to happen, and you're not actively participating in a faith walk and in a faith journey, you have dead faith, which produces dead works. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For thee, he that comes to God must believe that he is, that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Mm. I can't please God without faith. But see, he doesn't reward those that just seek him. He rewards those that diligently seek him by faith. Are you willing to diligently seek God in spite of, regardless? Are you re- are you willing to diligently seek God when it hurts? Because you want to please him by faith. Are you willing to diligently say, well, Lord, I don't see it. But by faith, because I know your voice, I'm going to walk it out. I'm I'm, I'm personal right now. Okay, I, I don't know where you at. I'm personal right now. But 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 by faith, Lord, I'm gonna believe you're gonna give me what is needed by strength, ability, even desire. And, and, and see the evidence of it. I'm gonna look back to my past to recognize where you brought me from. I'm gonna go back to your word that you say that my latter is gonna be greater than my former. So when I look back and I see that's the evidence of what you've already manifested in my life. And I go back to your word and you say that my ladder is going to be greater than my former. Then I'm going to look back to my present where I don't see it. But by faith, I'm going to walk it out. I'm going to trust you to bring it into pass. Because, see, it is not for me to see it. It is the evidence of things not seen. It is a hope. Come on. What did I just say? Faith is your substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. 
So I'm going to walk this journey out by faith in accordance with what you've spoken, what you show me, or what your word says. I don't have to see it. i got to believe it. I don't have to see it in front of me, but i got to trust and believe that you have already made a way, preordained, pre-established, and it's up to me to trust you to walk it out, to give me the strength to make a way out of no way. By faith. Now faith. Not tomorrow. Not yesterday. Now faith. I need it right now in order for me to step out and do what you called me to do. I don't have to see it because everything that I do see was formed by the things that were not there. Oh, Jesus. Mm. Arthur, you don't have to see how you're going to get through school. Mm. You got to his voice and trust him and walk it out. Erica, you don't have to see how you're going to get through this job situation and get to another one and have the finances to tell you to go forth to become the woman of God to help and to heal and to minister to others. You don't have to see it, but by his voice. Because see, you know his voice, and the voice of a stranger you will not follow. So just be obedient and trust in him. It will manifest, and you will walk it out. Because mm. see, when I'm seeing it there, it's not faith. When it's in front of me, it's not faith. And then if it's in front of me and I'm going there, I'm walking himself. But if you truly want to walk in the hush of the level that God is calling you to walk, to do the things that God is calling you to do, you got to begin to walk when it ain't there and to trust him to bring it to pass. Oh, Jesus. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh in God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that's what we're doing. We're diligently seeking him. And I'm going to give you a little clue. You know one reason we're diligently seeking him? Because we can't do it on our own. And we got to go back to him for guidance, for direction, for strength, for anointing. Okay, I'm just going to talk about me then. I, I mean, you, you might not be quite there. You know, you might have much, whatever your walk is, what it is, because we all got our crosses. I'm going to just talk about me.
By faith, Noah, being warned of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. Noah didn't even know what rain was. There had no been no rain on this world. But he believed what his daddy God told him. And as Nate pointed out, what, 120 years to build that ark? And we crying because we're going through things for 120 days. That's an example of persistent faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after received for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whether he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundation, whose builder and maker is God. Go out, my son. Now, he went out with his, with his son-in-law. God told him to go by by himself. Felicia, how God even uses when we're not quite ready. He wasn't quite ready, but he went out with his, I can't remember his, his um, son-in-law or whatever. God still used him. Felicia, just go out. Just be obedient. Be obedient and trust God as he's taking you on the lands of where you are a stranger. So he said, for Felicia was sojourning in a land of promise in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. Remember, we talk about generational, what about generational blessings? Some of us are walking into things our grandfathers and grandmothers have prayed for. For their, yes, yes, yes. For their families, for, their, for the promises of God. And they just really were crying out whatever God had put on their heart. And so now we're, we're receiving some of those promises of what God had placed on their heart. And it's the same with us and our children. Our children will take... And where we where we fall off at, where we miss it, where we stop. See that again, that's God being God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age, because she and judged him faithful who had promised, oh, my God, wait a minute. <laughs> she judged God faithful who had promised. Who's making these promises to us? Yes, 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 yes. Boy, you supposed to make me cut off of here. I ain't got time for y'all. Who is telling us to do these things? Mm. Who is telling us to take these steps that we kind of cross now here? Mm, come on now. Come on now. See, see, do you see how <clears throat> Look, look, look When you're walking accordingly to what God called you to do Doing it the way And I'm not saying we ain't going to miss it or nothing like that 
But see, when we get into those bumps and those bruises, we can turn back to God and say, God, you told me to do it this way. God, you told me to go out here in the first place. You know I didn't want to do this. God, what you going to do? How you think Moses felt? He got army and behind the mountains on the side of him and all these children of Israel in front of him crying, murmuring, and complaining. Come on now. Mm. God, this is what you told me to do. I was cool in the desert. I got me a little girl now, and I'm kicking it. Now you told me to go back to where I came from, to lead this people that I ran from, and now I got them. Here they are getting on my nerves, not believing, and I got to stand. And now I got all the surround me. God, what you going to do? That's when you can give that yoke back to Christ. See, Erica, that's when you can say, God, what you going to do? How you going to handle this? How you going to give me peace? Give me finances. Give me strength. How how you going to do this? Because, Lord, I can't, and I don't even want to, but I'm going to choose to look to you to see what you're going to do. I'm going to choose to sit and watch the movie. That means I'm going to get up out myself. I'm going to position myself. I'm going to subordinate myself so that I can hear and move only when God calls me to move. And other than that, I'm going to just watch the show. Let me keep reading. Oh, Jesus. Therefore sprang there even a one of him as good as death, so many as the stars of the sky and the multitude, and the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. They didn't even receive the promises, but they still died believing God was going to make a way. There's somewhere in their bloodline. Because, see, this is God's work. See, when you get when you begin to divorce yourself of it, then you begin to also divest yourself emotionally of it. And it's not called being passionate about it, but understanding again what I'm talking about when I'm saying divorcing yourself of it. Getting you out of the way. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country, and truly they have been mindful of that country from whence they came out. They might have opportunity to have returned, but now they desire a better country that is in heavenly, wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God. For them a city. By faith, Abraham, when he was tried, offered up Isaac, and he received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said that in thy Isaac shall thy seed be called. Accounting that God was there to raise him up even 
from the dead, from whence also he received him in a figure. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. These people were even taken into the grave. The God is going to manifest his word. The God is not a man that he should lie. I'm willing to live for it. I'm willing to die for it. Now, again, trust and believe they had to grow to that point, just as we are growing. They didn't start out that way. Like I said, just when I was reading the Word, and, and he broke down that Jesus had to grow. Why did I say that Jesus had to grow? That he was not in his full deity when he first came here? Because in the Word, it said Jesus grew in stature and in favor with God and with man. That means Jesus had to learn to grow and apply the very same things that we're doing. I'm talking about his earthly walk here. I'm talking about in his earthly walk when he was God manifest in the flesh. But he still had to train and discipline and grow up his flesh and condition his soul to receive that which God had ordained for him to walk. See, see, that's what we got to understand, and see, that's why it's such a beautiful thing. Because everything that we can, that we will encounter, He encountered and overcame, and that's why we always can go to Him to give us guidance and direction, and even the strength. By faith, Moses, when he was born, was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child, and they were not afraid of the king's commandment. Parents weren't even afraid of the king's commandment. I got to do what my daddy God told me to do, and I got to trust him. Think of that mother. Think of that mother. She sees what's going on in this country. She sees what's going on, and she just had a child. Think of how much she, the burden she'd been carrying for those nine months. What am I going to do? King's killing his kid. He, he's commanding my own people to kill him. How am I going to have this baby? Think of that mother's mindset. Think about that. Choosing by faith, Moses, when he's come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. By faith he forsook Egypt, and fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Through faith he kept the Passover and the sprinkling of blood, lest he be destroyed, the firstborn should touch them. By faith they passed through the Red Sea as dry land, by which the Egyptians are saying to do well, were drowned. By faith the walls of Jericho fell down, after they were compassed about seven days. By faith the holler Rahab perished not with them that believed not, for she had received the spies with peace. <laughs> and what shall I say more of? 
for the time would fail me to tell of Gideon, of Barak, of Samson, of Japhon, of David, of Samuel, and of the prophets, who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, obtained promises, stopped the mouths of lions, quenched the violence of fire, escaped the edge of the sword, out of weakness were made strong, waxed valiant in fight, turned to flight the armies of the aliens. Women received their dead raised up to life again, and others were tortured, not accepting deliverance, that they might obtain a better resurrection. And others had trial of cruel mockings and scourgings, yea, more of bonds of imprisonment. They were stoned, they were sawn asunder, were tempted, were slain with the sword. They wandered about in sheepskins and goatskins, being destitute, afflicted, tormented, of whom the world was not unworthy. They wandered in deserts and in mountains and in dens and caves of the earth. And these all, having obtained a good report through faith, received not the promise. God, having provided some better things for us, that they without us should not be made perfect. Look at all the heroes of faith that the Bible speaks of. And he's even pointing out that some of these even didn't receive the promise, but they took the promise to their grave. They were willing to stand and to stand and to stand and to stand. And to stand, therefore. Think about that. They're not living in comfort, in caves, goats, animals, goat skins, animal skins. They were willing to give it all up. They were willing to sacrifice. They were willing to endure however long they needed to endure because they were trusting God. By faith. What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to endure by faith? And not having yet received the promise. I'm speaking to me. I'm going back personal right now. Because I, I, I ain't not that I'm concerned about stepping on your toes. But, you know, I'm looking at me. When I have not yet received what I think by faith, what I've been fighting for by faith, but am I willing to get back in this battle again? Am I willing to endure for another time, for another season? The ridicule, the hardship, then trust my God to bring me out. Trust my God. Okay, see, trust my God to give my mother and the father the strength to endure while I try to get my situations together. Trust the court systems to give me the favor that is needed while the enemy is rearing his reason, his head. Trust my my God again to provide the finances that I'm looking at. That now I'm getting deadline after deadline. People knocking on the door, taking pictures. Trust to keep myself, God, to keep me together so that I can keep my composure together for my family. See, I got to bring it home to me so I, 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 so I know what's real to me, what I'm fighting for on a day-by-day basis. When I wake up, when i like, Lord, really? 
but by faith. Where he, where he, what did I just read? Who made these promises? Who made these promises? I, I'm judging. What, what, what did Sarah say? Come on, I got to go back and read that. Should have said, where did, where did, uh, here it is right here. Here it is right here. It says, through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child. When she was past age, because she judged him faithful, faithful, who had yes, promised. Yes, yes. I'm judging my God to be faithful on what He promised to do in my life. I'm judging my God faithful on what He's shown me in the direction He's called me to walk in. I'm judging my God. You know what? I'm not going to just say faithful, but I'm judging my God wise enough to show me the path that I need to walk to obtain the promises. And, and to trust and to walk in obedience and accordance with the direction that he's calling me to go. I'm judging my God faithful. I'm judging my God wise. I'm judging my God omnipotent to be able to provide whatever it is that I need. So then if I'm judging my God to do all that, what do I do? What is my part to play? What is it that I have to do? I got to get in line. I got to submit. I got to yield. I got to seek. I got to trust. And I got to walk. It's not for me to sit here and judge and believe and not do a doggone thing. It's for me to get up and fight and to do what he called me to do, the way he's called me to do it, when he's called me to do it. That means, what is that? I diligently seek him, that I take the time to get in his presence, to hear his voice and his word. What is his directive? Because, see, I'm judging him to be faithful, to prosper, to bless, to give me the finances. I'm doing what he's called me to do the way that he's called me to do it. And I'm trusting him to bring in the harvest in his time. Yes. And I'm, and I'm reminding him of his word. I'm reminding him of his promises. I'm coming back and saying, Daddy God, this is what you told me to do? Now, now, Lord, you see what's in front of me. You see the enemy, Lord. He's building up, Lord. What you going to do, Lord? I, I'm going to sit back because I'm watch. Because, Lord, I can't. But I'm going to trust you. Mm. I'm going to seek you. And I'm going to allow you to do what you want to do. Oh, that's a powerful one there. That means I'm not going to try to get in the way. I'm not going to try to try to figure this thing out. I'm going to try to hear and to move and let you be God and let you work in your fullness and your entirety. So that means you're going to use me, my situation and circumstances to touch other people and their lives. The Lord praise God to be if you're going to use my life as you transform and grow me up so that you can use my life to touch others, well, Lord, praise God. Just give me the strength to walk this thing out, Lord. 
and even the desire to see it to the end, so that I shall faint not. For though I be weary, I desire to faint not, and I'm going to the one who can give me the power to endure to the end. So now, that's where I'm walking at. Now I'm going to turn to you. What you going to do? How you going to finish your journey? Are you going to turn off? Are you going to quit right now? Or you might not even want to get started. What you going to do? As you see, the enemy just building up his taxes and you spending your knee time. Your knee time. What you going to do? You going to believe the armies that's in front of you? Or you going to be like Elisha's servant and had a man of God pray for you so you can reveal to see God's armies around the enemy's armies? What you going to do? Holy Spirit, I'm asking you right now to move. I'm asking you to move. I'm asking you to move right now, Father, and to touch, to anoint, to increase. Mm. I'm asking you right now, Father, to be God and help us to quit, to get over ourselves, Lord. To walk in the fullness of what you call us to walk, Lord. So you can use us in the capacity that you desire us to be used. Help us to endure to the end. As you use our lives. As you transform us. And as we yield to your presence. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Beautiful lesson, brother. Beautiful lesson. Amen. Without faith, it's impossible to please our God. That's it. You know, even you know what stirred my spirit up when you talk about the harlot Rahab mm. or Rachel, whoever she was. Rahab, if she wasn't even of the Israelites, come on now, she was not not one of the members of the Israelites. But God placed it on her heart to hide her husband. And by that, even in her sin, Lord, cannot be faithful. Mm. let me know that even, love, even though I may stray and fall, fall short of his glory and mercy, which I do on a daily basis, I'm not saying nobody else. Because y'all, y'all, think, y'all, y'all walk with this perfect edge. And I still can come before my God and I can pray and I can ask my God for forgiveness or ask my God for for, for his will in my life and that I line up with his will and trust and believe and have patience and sit back and just fold my arms and watch God move mightily. Because they say we got to have the faith of a monster seed. That's the smallest seed that God has ever created, the smallest. And it brings forth mighty fruit. So I have that I'm going, I'm, 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 I'm an overcomer. I have a, been overcame. So that's the blessing. It's a beautiful lesson. An overcoming. You have not been overcame. That's it. I'm an overcomer. I haven't been overcame. And, 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 and to prove it, I'm like, Lord, 
I'm down to the last. If you know this is the last of the month, we only get paid once a month. I think I'm lying. But Lord, Lord, I had my phone and I don't be able to ring two times. Somebody came and raised my hand two times. Mm-hmm. So I opened the door to um, go get my, my mail at the mailbox. He cut my dad and my mom off their little morning date. And he said, here. The brother pulled out an envelope and folded it and gave me, here, this is what you need. Look, my God knows when I need it, when I need it, how I need it. So just to know, God already knows everything. So just sit back and have faith. Our prayers are not in vain. Yes, yes, yes. What a lesson, what a lesson, what a lesson. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I have the faith that can conquer anything. I guess they went in the house to be boyfriend and girlfriend because they locked me out the door. Uh, if y'all trying to court each other, all you got to do is actually leave the house. You're trying to create another you. <laughs> uh, they'll never be able to get enough one of me. Thank God. I'm not studying him. I'll go in off while you're talking that noise, boy, because I promise you, it's still on. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, well, you, fe- you ready for your press, sir? Hold on one second. Let me do something for her. All right. I am the one who Can run and hide. I am he who has all power. 
professional nut. All right, Brother Richardson, are you ready? Yes, sir. Okie dokie, Smokey. Rumble <sighs> Yes, 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 Father. Hundred <laughs> 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 
Oh, Jesus, praise you, Father. We glorify you, Lord. Prarabose, mm. preparation for the changes that are coming. Preparation for the work that he's doing and will continue to do in your life. Preparation. Mm. As you continue to allow God to be God. Preparation for the things that God is bringing to you and bringing you to. Recognize his hand and allow him to work. Help or ask him to help you to remove yourself. Ask him to help you to get you out of the way. Ask him to help you to see but not to be stirred or or, or, or or discouraged, but to see and to trust God to be God. What did I just say? Judge him faithful, yes. calling you to do these things. Judge him faithful to bring things to pass as you are continuing to move in accordance with the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Judge him faithful that he is God. That he is God. Judge him faithful. And walk in accordance with the fullness of the Holy Spirit in your life. And you'll be blessed. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Um, Sam, can you read your text message for me? And then if you could if you could do that, that would be awesome. Thank you. Surely dear, no problem. Hi, Felicia. Hey, Arthur.
Yes, yes, Father, I want to pray on behalf of what your, your daughter has just shown me. Yes, yes, Father, I want to pray on behalf of what your daughter has just shown me. Yes, yes, Father, Yes, Father, Horum Bushi, Shiriko Ronde, Shiriko Sunday to go say, Shiriko Rondaka. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Shindu to go say, Shiriko Ron Rondel go say, Shiriko go Sunday go say, Harandan to go say, Shiriko Rombako Sunday go say, Hondarako Dedica Sadako Rombo Sirica say, Shirikanda, Hondarako Dedica Dedico Sundedico Sundedico Sundedico. There we go, Father. Move. Let your spirit move, Lord. Let your spirit move, Father. Hondarako say, Shadarako say, De. Let your spirit move, Lord. Run to the Gosse, she to go say, she to go saw. Horombosa, she to go say, she had a cumbraca. Hyada to go to the go, she did a little grosser to the crumbus to the Gosse. Hyada to the little Gosse, she to go say, she to Granda. Haranda to go did it go. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, Father, for moving, moving, moving. She did it go, Sandraca. She did it go, Sandraca. She did it go say, she said it over on Prasha to go Sanda. Honrasa, Shindike, 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 Horombosa. Move, Lord, move, Father, move, Rosarandaka. Let the blessings of God flow, Shindurukose, Shadurukosa, and the word of God increase. The Dukosarakrande, Shidukose, Dirka. Jesus' name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. I want to pray for Quentin. Quentin, Shiroko, Shirokandaroko, Shirokorumbaka, Shirokose, Shirokorumbaka, Hundishikose, Shirokorondoko, Shirokorumbosi, Shirokorumbaka, Hoshishikose, Shirokose, 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 Hmm. Hmm. Listen to the song first.
family and me and my situations and circumstances and that song just said it all father father just love on us love on us love on us lord that's all i got to say amen All right. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, we come, Lord God, lifting up the family household, Lord God. We come lifting them up before you, Lord God, in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, with faith and assurance and knowing and hope, knowing that you're going to move, Lord God, and you're going to move at your perfect time, and you're going to move mightily through that household. Father God, I don't know what they're going through, nor do I desire to have a knowledge of what they're going through, but you who knows everything, Lord God. He sees everything, and you knows everything, and we know that you are able to do all things, Lord God, and when you do them, Lord God, you do them well. Even as the lesson has taught this morning, Lord God, that without faith, it's impossible to please you. But, Father God, we're standing now with the faith of a grain of a mustard seed that you're going to move mildly in your household, Lord God. You're going to open up the bank vaults of heaven, Lord God, and shower down the blessings that they need, they're in need of, Lord God. We have been food, Lord God, you have already provided. For your word teaches us that man should not live by the bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of your mouth, O oh God. 
Father God, if they need finances, Lord God, you own every bank there is in the world, Lord God. But everything on earth, Lord, belongs to you. And Father God, we ask that you open up the bank vaults and send down a financial blessing right now to Sam, to his mother and his father, to Morgan, to his tenants and their household, Lord God, so that their needs can be met, Lord God. Father God, we actually cover that household, Lord God, from the front door to the bottom, to the back door, from the top to the bottom, Lord God. Bind up that any, any evil spirit that is living in their household to keep them from receiving the fullness of your blessings right now, Lord God. If it's healing, Lord God, you got more healing in your feet, Lord God, and healing your garment, Lord God, than all the doctors on earth. But Father God, we ask you, Lord God, to send forth your healing right now. If it's spiritual growth and development that they need, Lord God, we ask you to open up their hearts and the mind, Lord God, to trust you is to lead not on their own understanding, but in all of their ways, Lord, to acknowledge you and you will direct their path. Father God, whatever it is that is keeping them bound, Lord God, we actually lose them right now. For your word teaches us, Lord God, that anything that we bind here on earth, you're going to bind it in heaven. But, Father God, we bind up anything that is coming to attack upon that household, Lord God. Your word also goes on and teaches us that anything that we loose here on earth, Lord God, you're going to loose it in heaven. So, Father God, we actually loose your power, Lord God, your holy power, your spirit upon the household, your finances, your healing, the increase, Lord God. Let it come from you. We loosen it right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Not only for Sam's household, but for all of those who are on the call, whether it's Erica's, whether it's Felicia, whether it's Renee, whether it's Maria's, whether it's mine, Pam's, or Gloria's, whoever's on this call, Lord God, touch right now, Lord, and go to the household and clean it out, Lord God. Every corner, every crevice, every cabinet, every part of the household, Lord God. The lamb blood on the door list of Lord God, so that the enemy will have to pass over, so that the death angel will have to pass over, Lord God. And let the spirit flow through body, Lord, Lord God. Let it flow through their hearts. Let it move right now in the name of Jesus. Even as I pray, Lord God, let it start and change the situation around. You're able to turn things around for our good. We have faith and know that you're going to already do it. We just praise you, we glorify, we edify you, and we're going to worship you, Lord God, because we cannot pray, we cannot please you without the faith, Lord God. So we're going to give you the hallelujahs and the glories and the amens right now in the name of Jesus, because we know that those blessings are coming forth right now. You're moving right now in the name of Jesus. You're stirring up right now in the name of Jesus. You're being glorified through our hearts and through our prayers. You're being glorified each and every day that we get on this call. Even when we get off this call, Lord God, we find ourselves praying within ourselves to you, Lord God, for mercy, for peace, for grace, for mercy, for healing, for deliverance, for salvation. We just refine ourselves communing with you on a separate basis. So, Father God, as we go into our secret closet, Lord God, we actually just bless us and to anoint us and to reward us right where we are, Lord. God, no matter if we're driving down the highway, Lord God, even if we're laboring and working, Lord God, in the vineyard or even on our daily jobs, Lord God, we actually move right now. We find ourselves giving praise to you, Lord God, for you are the author and the finisher of our faith. We're strong, Lord God, because of you, Lord God. 
we take ourselves out of their faces, Lord God. That's why, Lord God, we just make ourselves weak, Lord God, so that you can be edified and glorified, so that you can be lifted up, so that your praises can go forth from us, Lord God. So, Lord God, when we're down on our knees and our hands are lifted up towards heaven, Lord God, we got the victory. Lord God, our faith lifts up to you, and we claim it done so. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen and amen, brother. Amen and amen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, Father God, I thank you for this man of God, Lord, and Holy Spirit, everything that this man of God just spoke on behalf of me and on behalf of others, I ask that you return it to upon his own household and himself in a double portion, Father, mm, mm, mm. in a double portion, Father, yes, 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 and then Pouring, pouring, yeah, that that goes Ooh, the last In Jesus' holy, mighty name, it is so. Amen. Ooh. Today, 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 he is a good runner. He's moving and he's still moving. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Amen. Amen. Is that what? 
nothing else. Well, I'm going to, you want to go um, ahead and close us out? Father God, I thank you for this day. I thank you for the word that has gone forth, for reading and in prayer and just in spoken word, oh God. We thank you that you are among us, dwelling in us, letting your breath be brought forth to enrich our lives and to give us refreshing in our spirit. And as we go forth today, let those seeds that have been sown, let them be. Um, let us be able to meditate on them so we can draw closer to you and we give you glory and honor that only you deserve. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hi, Pete. Be blessed. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.
Hello? Hello?
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.